But it's going to take all of us working together. The main controls for Conscripted by a secret organization, a group of strangers is loaded into experimental metapods, hurtling their souls across dimensions and into unsuspecting avatars. With each trip across reality, these newly minted metapilots gain access to unique powers and abilities, slowly transforming them into true masters of the metaverse. <laughs> Welcome to Masters of the Metaverse on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment Channel. I'm your host and GM, James Durham. I'm joined at the table by Sean Franklin, Ethan Bougeau, hey. Mark Thomason, hey. and Christian Doyle. Hey. We've got Leo on tech. Hi, Leo. Leo! Hey. Tonight, we begin the third part of the Planet Metaverse Invasion storyline. Uh, what is Masters of the Metaverse? You know, it's only the most interactive live, live stream RPG on the planet. Just like that. Can't watch live today, but I wanted to keep growing the hashtag cool rule. Oh, thanks so yes. much for that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Who's that from? Do we know? Wow. Uh, we will. We will ask and it's, find out. It's there on the screen. Yeah. Nice. Thank Just you. like that, Thank you can you. interact by buying things in our store. Yeah, what was that? That was crazy. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that Tom? I'm still figuring it out. No, that's definitely not Tom. That was said two seasons ago. But, you know, it's, it's no big deal. We do have this store. We have all our lovely, lovely things like the Meta Surge, the Moment of Clarity. We have individual buffs for our cast members. There is the Rule of Cool. We've got Team Up back in the store today. Yeah! Uh, for those of you Woo! not familiar with Team Up, Team Up allows any of our two cast members to work together in a given combat round using the best score on either of their sheets for whatever things they are attempting together. That's right. That's right. So Actions. if you're not good at something, and the guy next to you is really good at something, like Tombstone Pod Drivers, maybe for working example, together is the way to go. In addition to that, we usually do uh, Patreon polls. We were not able to get one of those done again this week. They will be back, I promise. Our Patreon members, we are not trying to short you. However, uh, 
being, that being said, I would like uh, whoever our mod is. Oh, Pax is our great, wonderful mod. Hi, Pax. Pax, Pax do you go ahead and run a lovely poll for our cast today so I can treat it as our Patreon poll and give them a bonus today for oh, wow. their cast. Pressure. Oh, there it goes. On. Awesome. Uh -oh. I would like to win if I can put that forward. Oh, oh now you have to I think lose. That okay, I you vote, have to I lose. vote for Ethan. You never ahead. asked to win. I got a vote from Christian. That's good. Uh, Masters of the Metaverse, like all of our Zoe programming, it's funded entirely by you. We couldn't do these shows without you, and uh, we thank you so much for all of your support and for tuning in and watching. Um, we've got a lot of other shows. We've got Zoe Game Night here on Thursdays. Saturdays, we've been giving you some previews into our big stompy robots. We've got another one coming for you this Saturday. Yeah. I hear that uh, Christian is going to be taking them to promo school this yeah, week. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep, yep. Now, you don't want to miss those. Uh, speaking of Patreon, though, I've got some special backers I'd like to thank. Brett Phillips. Ooh. Thank you. Oh, thank Thanks, you, Brett. Brett. Thanks, Brett. Brett. Cornelia Moore. Thank you. Corey, Cornelia. we love you. And James Herbert. I know Cornelia. Thank you. James. James. Yeah. Oh, and hey, while we're here, let's uh, go ahead and meet our cast. Why don't you uh, go ahead and tell them who you are today and what you're about. We'll start here with Patrick. Ah, hi. I'm Patrick Leibowitz O'Kelly. Uh, professional bomb maker and computer hacker, uh, turned government agent, turned government fugitive, turned father of one 19-year-old man. That's me. Uh, I'm Bruno Hamilton, uh, former uh, Special Forces in Vietnam. Um, worked for the government most of my life. Uh, just had my 70th birthday recently. Um, and uh, I look like I'm about late 50s, early 60s now that I'm bonded with an avatar that gives me some uh, uh, healing powers. Ooh. I'm uh, Mac McFernan, younger brother of the late, great Maddox McFernan, and I've just kind of been swept up in all this crap. And I don't like being here, but I'm gonna have fun with it. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> my name is John Stone, former uh, SWAT team leader. Uh, current cyborg, and nobody really knows why. There's a lot of lore behind why. I don't even know why, but I'm I'm pretty awesome. So just watch for the awesomeness. You can't miss it. There's a lot of story going yeah, on, it folks. It's very loud. That is quite a bit. And uh, how about uh, we go to Patrick for a quick recap of what happened last week? Okay. Well, last week we were continuing on our investigation because we were on the run from all of the uh, government people uh, who used to who used to work for. Uh, started separating us and black bagging uh, the former agents one by one. So Patrick and Mac uh, escaped and uh, got a hold of their friend Nick, who they knew was a meta pilot and probably mixed up in all this bad business. And uh, from there they went on an adventure uh, that led them down to the realization that uh, that, that Earth is being invaded from another metaverse by meta pilots using uh, the important people in our world as avatars. Uh, and so far, I've been trying, me and, me and the boys have been trying to find other meta pilots because it's just uh, been Nick and John Stone, who we found, uh, who used to be part of our team, uh, who we found who was uh, in a worse state than when we had originally met him. Absolutely. Or a better state, depending on how you want to look at it. Anyway, he's more robot than mine now. No. And there was uh, also a safe deposit box in, uh, in Nevada, as well as Nevada. You stumbled across a little bit of information in it as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So hold on, hold on. Okay, first of all, I bristle, I, I abhor the term robot. 
robot is a purely uh, machine-like organism. I'm a cyborg. I put the org in cyborg. I'm an organism. I'm still a person. I'm still a man. I just have me fused with machine. I'm not a robot. Okay? All right. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, it's borderline racist calling me a robot. I, I am more man than opiate, and yet, uh... Not... No, just, no. Yeah. I'm an O-Borg. <laughs> okay. It's like Harrison Ford in Blade Runner. <laughs> you know, I should have seen that. I actually have it. It's very good. Either one of them. I haven't seen either one of them. They're both very good. So, so after, yeah, we found out we're being invaded. And yes. we're uh, working on maybe trying to stop that. We found uh, in the in the safe deposit box, we found something important. A map. It was a map. A and map. It, yes, and it led us to... Uh, An underwater base. That we have not been to. Well, right now we're back on our way to uh, Jarbridge, Nevada. We will be back, back to be starting our our show today here in Jarbridge, Nevada, where the newly arrived Bruno Hamilton is present. After arriving, Nick Krieger met with Bruno briefly and entered the Joe's Diner to meet up and find the other meta pilots out in the metaverse and inform them of this terrible threat to their home world and hopefully bring them back. Oh, we have two hostages. That's right. No, that's prisoners. Correct. Two prisoners. enemy meta pilot prisoners. They're not hostages if we don't give them back. Which is exactly where we will start today. That's my boy. Your two prisoners in the uh, avatars of Captain Jake Donaldson of the United States Army and Vincent Galeno, the mob enforcer. Both of them have suffered pretty grievous injuries. Captain Donaldson has a broken spine and internal bleeding and without medical attention will die. Vincent Galeno has severe damage to his trachea, throat, and esophagus, and is incapable of speech at the present moment. Which one of them has the harpoon through their leg? <laughs> that is going to be uh, Vincent Galeno. Oh. We also should have our buddy uh, Reese en route, because uh, I think we signaled him. He's following us. Yeah, he's, he'll be here any minute. He wouldn't be. You know, it occurred to me we can use him as a paddy wagon of sorts. Really? Is he really fortified to keep people in? Are you going to tell the talking stagecoach no? I, w I wouldn't. Well, I can tell him whatever I want. But he's not fortified to keep powerful prisoners from escaping. He's a stagecoach. We just get a bunch of rope and tie it around the side so the doors can't open. Ooh, or so tape. They open out. It's a stagecoach. We can tape the door shut. That's good. Maybe. Might be good. Hi, Bruno. What? What? Oh, we have a stagecoach now. His name is Reese. He's a stagecoach. 2020, right? He's an alcoholic. He yeah. is All right. an actual so, robot. We had just stolen the car after breaking uh, the broke out of prison, and uh, we stopped into a gas station to switch cars, but lo and behold, there's no cars to be found in the hole of the gas station. Instead, there is a stagecoach stage named coach. Reese with a drinking problem that turns into a robot, not a cyborg. Which he's you pretty, are. He's pretty nice. He, as far as stagecoaches, I've met a lot of stagecoaches, but he's, he's I useful. Like oh, so, and once he was a boat. How is it that you're always finding artificially intelligent robot transformer vehicles? Oh, I blame you super-powered folks. Not in our hands. Nothing to do with us. Yeah. Okay. You get uh, uh, amazing strength and regenerative abilities. You're a robot. I'm not a... I, uh, fast. me and the boy, me and the boy, we get, we get a stagecoach of our very own, 
so as to keep us well hidden from absolutely no one. So it doesn't come with horses, by the way. It's just a stage. That's just what I was going to ask. Saying, the magic that follows you around is not good for the likes of people like us. Nope. Normies. I'm calling us that. I'm going to start with those anti-mutant groups like they have in the X-Men. I've never been called a normie before. That's new. I'm going to take it. You know, Patrick, until a few months ago, I was one of you. Like, this is a whole new thing for me, too. So, like, this whole magic following you around thing? No, no, I'm not really I'm mad just about saying, it. I was just, you had I a, was just griping. You had a transforming robotic Winnebago before I had superpowers. That your old bosses took for me and dismantled for parts. I had nothing to do with that. I know, but she was my best friend. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm, I'm, I'm not crying, it's the heroine. Leaking out of my eyes. Could we talk about how is it that we have a Joe's that's functional and why are you here? Uh, so, well, basically, um, the Joe's is functional again because uh, they're rebuilding them back here. Have some hashtag clarity because there is none to be had in a stagecoach in 2020 who loves you almost as much as he loves booze and who also knocked over a Budweiser truck on his way. Oh, thank you, Chad. Wow. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> thank you. Wow. So, uh, how, do I, how do I explain this? Um, man, a lot has happened since I saw you guys last. Uh, so... Our world was locked, right? There wasn't any metaversal travel in or out. You could hop into a pod and, and try and go anywhere. You wouldn't be able to get anywhere. It was locked down. There's like this um, police force for like the whole universe, I guess. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so they I've locked heard. it up um, partly to protect us, but also partly to try and protect the rest of the worlds from us. And then, oh man, there's a lot to explain. Long story short, uh, the big threat to the entire metaverse was this guy that was controlling the arena, which seems to be some sort of like hub for all of the metaverse that was originally how this whole inter planetary travel things started in the first place. Oh my god, I got... <laughs> I'm a cyborg, and I don't even follow you. I'm just maybe medically dead that I'm so high, uh, and I didn't catch a word of it either. That doesn't surprise me. What you're saying is, basically, somebody put a dome over our metaverse, and now there's a hole poked through the dome. No, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say, no. um, basically, they locked up our metaverse, our world here that we live on and all grew up on and everything else that we thought was just the world. And for thousands of years, people have been using these portals to go in and out of our world right. and the to these alternate realities. Metapilots and what have you. Right. Got all of that. What right. I don't understand and what I can't wrap my head around it all... Um, what does that have to do with, like, the only good biscuits and gravy place in Jarbridge? So, uh, Joe's Diner? That's the one. Yeah. Um, it has always been a kind of uh, 
pocket universe portal place. Right. So when you go into Joe's and you go back out of it, you're not necessarily in the same metaverse. So they're pi. It's true. Which really is out of this world. <laughs> That's good, Patrick. That's good. Um, yeah. So Joe's acts as this kind of like uh, bridge between the different metaverses. When it got blown up, when uh, Crash and Zenda took it out, it kind of destroyed the whole Joe's Diner thing. And, uh, and they, they all locked closed. It down and and they so they all, all closed. They all closed. I remember that. It was like right. six months ago. There was right. couldn't find Joe's to be. Oh, so this one it's because it's a interdimensional uh, way station of sorts. <laughs> so Jarbridge, I am joining AA tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'll help you with that. Well, here's the thing. Since becoming a cyborg, I seem to have been able to jump without a metapod. But even I couldn't do it while the Joes were gone. Now that the Joes are back, or at least this one is back, I feel my connection is back as well. So sure. just turn this off and on like a light switch. Your wife has that kind of power. Your Wi-Fi turned on. You probably are a metapod. Anyway. Spooky. You met Zenda. You definitely met Zenda. Oh yeah, we go way back. He's the one turning it on and off now. He got a job. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> so Zenda is now, he made a deal, and for the next 10,000 years, he is the guy that is the metaverse, enfor metaverse enforcement. He's basically the top police officer and can unlock and lock universes and arrest people for violating laws and things like that. I still have not gotten a list of the laws to know what I'm supposed to violate and not, but I guess I'm exempt now, so I'm not too worried about it. Why is this Joe's next to a train station? Um, well, this Joe's is next to a train station because it's in the middle of nowhere, so train's one of the easiest ways to get in and out, and it's in Jawbridge, Nevada, and I think it's the only one that's going to be open for a while because they're still trying to, uh, well, we're still rebuilding a lot of places. So I've been hanging with uh, Crash like and, and Andy and everybody, and... Uh, um, man, there's a lot to explain. Okay, well, yeah. forget all that. We'll get back to it later on. Somebody's trying to kill us, okay? We need to figure out why that is, and is it like where the hell's my brother? Do you know anything about that? I thought your brother, wasn't your brother killed in the... Well, yeah, so I find out his body was damaged like you were, pretty much obliterated, but just like me, my essence is not, I can't explain any more than you can, but he's still alive. His body's destroyed. He's alive. I don't know where he is. I'm still trying to find him. That's amazing, John. And people are trying to kill us. I didn't even really uh, know there was connection with the whole little brother thing, or older brother thing. I get so that's, that's who we were looking for. You remember the... Yes. I, I didn't know this was the same mission. Okay. Now it's all starting well, for to me, know. it's always... Look, you know that I'm... I'm always going to be about my brother, okay? Right. And Anytime I get a lead to it, that's my thing. absolutely going to get back to that. I mean, we did rescue you so we could have you along. And, the, and your goals are our goals and all that. But our goals... Uh, 
are more of trying to figure out who's invading us and why. What do you know, Bruno? What do you mean invading? Ah, so. This is where the meta pilots come in. Mm. I'm gonna Ooh. go to the back of the truck. They're in pretty bad shape. This is clearly meta pilot business, so. Mm. Who are they? Those are our prisoners. Uh, that one is a mob uh, enforcer guy, and uh, that one is uh, I'm some big wig in the army or something. He was. Is still enlisted. Mm-hmm. We didn't kill him. Oh, and the president, we think. Also. President of? The United States of America. This one. Is a... Avatar. With a pilot in it. Ah. Think about it. That's who ordered us all getting black bagged. Or oh. this guy's got his ear, which is also possible, but he also has a harpoon in his leg. So. What? Nick was here. Nick harpooned him? Yeah. Why a harpoon? That way we could drag him along the back without having to bring him in a car. He just had a harpoon with you? It was a fight. Things happened. Dis- that bag is a magical thing. Thank you. Can we talk about the bigger things? Hey, uh, wait. There's bigger things. Well, what? I mean, the bigger things, like the invasion. Who's doing it? You, you, you know nothing about this. You know nothing. Right, but you're exactly the type of bloke we're supposed no, to tell, right? Nick, Nick said. Nick said something about uh, some sort of of uh, invaders coming in. That he was gonna go. He's gonna go check in with Crash and everybody. So. Um, but that's right. What said. They're pilots and they're using regular types as avatars. And I don't know what either of those things are. And what is what do they want besides obviously they're after you guys? Well, I mean, if they're going after the president. Oh, and they're building stargates. That one. They're building stargates. So if it were me, like not everybody's a pilot, as evidenced by me and the boy here. Uh, with our complete lack of superpowers. We gotta Unfair get universe. Gotta get some superpowers. Stargate's like the TV show? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I mean, it, uh, ish. Kinda though. I mean, they look like Stargates. They're so, on sci fi and they're clearly corners that fit together. And covered some, in chevrons. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, if, if those weren't sci fi. Yeah, so we think that like they take the pilots in, the pilots come in, they build the Stargates, and then they open the Stargates, and then they can just walk through. They start taking us out because we're the last line of defense that can fight guys like that. So it's all strategic. And I was going through the files, and there is uh, there is pilots that have the same thing where they can grab things from another metaverse and bring it in. Like two or three of the guys you run with. Yeah, send them to do that. For example. Mm-hmm. And Tom could do it occasionally. Thomas. Interesting. See. So I've been doing some thinking on it. Yeah, there's all kinds of portals. I don't know of... I don't know what portals exist here besides going through Joe's at the moment. But... Oh, like uh, like places of power? Yeah, it's I kind got of. A, I got kind a, of. I've got a map of those mostly memorized. How many of them are there? There are a few dozen. Okay. Usually those, a few scattered out through every continent here and there. Those, though, let you become a pilot, right? They work like the pods. You go into avatars through those. I mean, I don't know how they work. I know that regular people can't use them. That's how I found out I'm not apparently a regular person. 
So, maybe you can talk to our guests here, get some information so that we know what we're dealing with. Sure. Let's have a chat. They're in very bad shape. Are they conscious? Um, one of them is currently conscious. Uh, the mob enforcer, Vincent Galino, is conscious. He's, he has severe burning around his mouth area. Yeah, so, that guy can't talk anymore. Right? If you weren't mistaken, you'd say that like, somebody put a, like, a ball of substance directly down his throat. We're not talking about it. We're not. CS. The other, the uh, army officer, uh, is in really bad shape. Is it like in uniform? Most of it. I mean, it's pretty trash. I mean, he'd get... What's his rank? Captain. But he's definitely dying. Um, we got, like, first aid? What's the medical situation? Oh, well, we... I mean, we got a first aid kit. I've read a little. I can try and... Nope. I have pretty decent medical skills. Oh, if you know what you're doing, then you let's, should probably uh, do it. Let's see what we can do to get these guys stabilized. I'll grab the kid from the from the bag of guns and uh, give it to John Stoll. Captain Donald looks to be in pretty bad shape. He's a broken spine, severe internal bleeding. Doesn't have one. Jesus, guys. I would like to give an assist on this. We were not overly brutal with the man. Please feel free to make your relevant checks. He was chasing us in an attack helicopter. I had a kid with me. Aha. So, beat it by five on the medicine. I did not succeed on the assist. All right, success. You're able to do your best to stabilize him without medical treatment at a hospital. He will die, but you've made it, so that's not going to happen in the next 20 minutes or so. He now has a little bit of time. Good. Maybe half a day at most before requiring severe medical care for... He'll pass. So he's conscious and... Hey, Reese, are you anywhere near, buddy? <clears throat> Checking his RFID. He's still on his way. He's a bit of a ways out. He's, he's coming. Well, what do we have for our privacy around here, then? Most of uh, Jarbridge is pretty heavily destroyed, but there's a few remnants of buildings. The only people here seem to be yourselves. Great. Um... There's some of the old police caution tape up, but it's I covered in I gently dust. pick up the uh, captain, okay, and I start walking towards one of the buildings. Where are you taking him? Uh, to talk with you. Okay. We stay by the. You stay truck. there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's not ominous. You have a little bit of privacy. <laughs> Guard the perimeter. Can I you don't really need to do much to tie him up as spying as Bruno. This might help hashtag Bruno Buff. Ooh, thank you. Nice, Bruno. Um, what is my buff right now? I don't have it on my sheet. Ah, the Bruno Buff of Action Hero lets you auto-succeed on an intimidate check to apply okay, violence, or you can use it to re-roll the dice at any time you so choose to. So, you find out um, what find out what you can from him. You got, you know, about 20 minutes before he's dead. You can't save him. Jesus. Yeah, this is the only one we could get alive that we didn't burn the esophagus out of. So, looking at him, can I tell he's a piloted avatar? Oh, he's got that little halo over his head that they have. It's really strange for you to see one in your home. You can only really see it if you squint. halo over their head like that. And it's, he's conscious? He's fairly conscious, so he's in and out. Hey, Captain. Yeah. Uh. You with me, Captain? What's going on? 
I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. You're not in good shape, Captain. I'm sorry. What's what's happening here? How did I get here? Who are you people? Name is Sergeant Bruno Hamilton, USMC. Um. What? What? Can you feel anybody in your thoughts? What kind of question is that? What have you been doing the last few days, Captain? Do you remember? I, I don't remember. I was, was at Fort Bragg and then, I, I feel like I've been dreaming with her. We stole a helicopter. No, I couldn't have stolen a helicopter. I would never steal a helicopter. Yeah. So it works just like your guys' do then. Yeah. I would never steal a Different helicopter. Different avatars handle it differently. Talk to the pilot. Captain, uh, you've been uh, possessed. What kind of madness are you talking about? Possessed. Because yeah, well, people in this century totally say madness. I can't... Uh, Wish there was an easier way to tell you this, Captain, but um, you can probably feel what kind of shape you're in. The helicopter theft is real. It's you've, not been, you've been hunting these men with me for no good reason for some time now. And uh, it's hard to explain. But we're basically being invaded by aliens, and they do it by possessing, possessing people. This is completely insane. You are completely insane. Yeah. You got a better explanation? Because I'd love to hear it. This is, this is not right. This, this, is, this, is <clears throat> this guy's still in your head right now. He can hear what I'm saying. He's from another world. And he's got some kind of invasion going on. Did you drug me? Didn't mean to. I wish we had some uh, stronger painkillers for you right now, though. I mean, that's kind of the opposite of what we need to get what we need out of this fella. Well, unless we can figure out how to get his pilot to talk to us. Oh! He doesn't know anything. Right, yeah, no, I got just a thing. Doesn't work like that, Patrick. Sure, it does. What, 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 are, you, what are you doing with that? Uh, the pilot can feel everything that you feel, and uh, you're as good as dead. Uh, but I can keep him alive another half hour and make him feel the worst pain of his life. Might not talk, but uh, from what I understand, he can't jack out until he's dead, right? That's my understanding. No. No, no, no. So. Talk to me, pilot. What do you want to know? Where are you from? And if you say Kansas, well, I'm gonna start cutting now. Go ahead and do it. Hmm. Let's try this again. Where are you from? I'm not talking to you. This shell will be dead within the hour. Well, Patrick, I guess it's time. <sighs> Let's do it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna make an intimidation check. Um, uh, 
And I beat it by 11. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then I start with fingers. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm from my home. What kind of place is it? Much better than this. We people are living in the Stone Age. Be that as it may, why do you want this planet? This is Metaverse Prime, you idiot. Oh, what's that? Do you know what that is? Yeah. So... There's numbers, right? Like the 6-1-whatever. So which number are you from, man? 742. Does that number mean anything to me? Uh, I'm going to use Metaverse Knowledge. Please do. You have Metaverse Knowledge? Yeah. How did you get Metaverse Knowledge? I've been doing a lot of studying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm going to use Moment of Clarity because I'm not that great at Metaverse Knowledge. All right. Moment Good of Clarity. Call. Thank you, chat. I beat it though. Nice. You're Wait, pretty I, certain. Six and four, ten. Oh, I met it. That's enough. Okay. Oh, you could use the meta search. Though. That would only make you beat it by two. That's not, not going to make a big What difference. is the moment of clarity do though? Let's use eights instead of tens. Oh, it's the eights. I see. You are ninety-nine percent certain that uh, Ronald Gabriel Zenda was from seven four two. That son of a bitch. Zenda's metaverse, huh? <laughs> so you a uh, pod clone type person? Grew up in a vat? R17643. That's a stupid name. We don't do names. How many portals have you built so far? I am not in charge of those operations. What are you in you charge of? You are overseeing of? those operations over at the facility. Those operations are not handled by the R-Series. The R-Series are kill teams. Uh... Not very good at your job, are you? Good enough. Not from the looks of it. Hmm. You really think you have a chance? Well, let's see. I've got a team of about a dozen more pilots that uh, just took down the uh, Lord of the Arena on their own. And, Thank you for uh, that, by the way. Yeah, well. Very convenient. Funny thing is, when they come I don't know back, what any of this means. we're going to be able to. Uh, oh, no. Have some there's support. a dozen of you. They have a. A large number of pilots on their world. Yeah, they do. And ways to make they breed them ones and twos just as effective as anyone else. You don't have to bond someone to take them over, you know. Mm. How many? Nothing you can do. Hmm. 
We'll yeah, but uh, the way Avatar bonding works, there's nothing you can do for a long, long while either. So, anyway, you may get us, but uh, personally, your mission is a complete failure. Just yours, though. Your team may win, but not you. You lost good and hard. This time. Right, but you can't bond to another Avatar here. You'll have to come into just some schlub. That's all right. I'll be back. <laughs> We've got a guy who says that already, and his accent's better than yours. None of your superiors figure out what a complete and utter failure you were in your mission. They may just terminate you when you get back. It's plausible. Also, we know about the invasion now. So are we done? I think so. Great. And uh, let's see, his back is broken, right? Oh yeah. Great, we're just gonna leave him. Cool. I mean, the captain that he's in has no part in this. It'd be nice if we could uh, put him under, but we don't have any, uh, actually, Oh, I knew it! I knew it! Oh, let's mercy kill him with your drugs, Patrick! Not kill him. Just give him enough so that he doesn't uh, He's gonna be suffer in misery for the next half hour. 15 minutes, I could just put a bullet in his head right... Isn't part of the point keeping the uh, pilot locked here for a while? Yes. If I give him enough of the opium, it'll probably prolong that even more. Oh! <laughs> Just caressing my chloroform in the other shot. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll dope him up. All right. You get there, Mac. You dope him up pretty good, and his head slumps as he goes under. Why? Nick gave it to me. Even outside of the building, you could hear that entire conversation. Yeah. That's concerning. They also stole his huge gun. Not good at it. That leaves the so, other one. I just call over to him. Hey, you guys done over there? Yeah, we got what we're going to get. What's that? We got a massive invasion force coming from, as far as I'm aware, the most technologically advanced metaverse out there. They're coming here because they want to take over our world because we have some sort of stronger connection to uh, all the rest of the metaverses. Roger that. You coming back here? Yep. All right, see you in a minute. He is fully unconscious at this point. Uh, yeah. Captain Donaldson, he's out. But he's Michael done, Lake. I'm done with him. All right. I'm done with Captain Donaldson. No more use for him. Uh, but the other fella. Vincent Galena. Seems to be incapable of speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his rap sheet like? It's horrible. He's in fact currently a wanted for multiple counts of murder. If they could get him, they would have incarcerated him already. So I So is this guy working with the captain? Yeah. When you when they were hunting you guys down? Yeah. I want to search Interesting. every inch of the vehicle they came in mm -hmm. and their clothing, their gear, for any kind of clues, any kind of information that we can get from them. Uh, cell phones. Anything. Yeah. I, 
tags, notes, notepads. Everything uh, that was relevant to the person as an individual. And all of them actually have matching burner cell phones. The uh, flip phones, smartphones? Yeah, flip phones. Okay. Really cheap. Um, okay. So is that all I can get? Just phones? Anything in the vehicle that I could glean off of that? It was uh, obviously taken from a military base. Not a whole lot. Nothing in it, that. No. Yeah, nothing at all. Interest. Anything on there? New pockets, uniforms, everything that tattoos. was relevant to this. Everything was relevant to the uh, the human avatar that they're piloting. Right. Are the burner so, phones uh, password secured or anything like that? Not at all. Look Cheap at the burner phones. Weird text, coded messages. Call list. You can tell it's a cipher. Whatever they're using to communicate with each other. In text or vocal? Give me that. In text. Yeah. Between 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 the kid and the cyborg uh, unit. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know what. I I'll, I'll send you it. You can it's probably John? you can probably break that code. This kid's More great at Sudoku. You can just call him John. Really good at Sudoku. So I'm going to use my I computer mean. skill. Okay. I will also use. Yeah, I'm taking uh, side or me, yeah. If we want to diversify, I could use focus. Yes, you uh, absolutely could. could. All right, give me a couple of skill checks. I That's succeed by eight. Excellent. I could turn that into a crit. I see if I steal nine. that meta surge. Steal it. Steal that I'm going to steal that last meta surge, and I'm going to turn that into a crit. Success. Those are there for you to use, buddy. Oh, you have completely yeah. broken the cipher within a matter of moments. It should have taken a considerable amount of time and a team to crack, but be got more it. smart. It's very clear that all of the sent text messages are regarding your team and finding, locating, and terminating you. Sure. Great. Sure. Well, this is uh, it's about us. Well, uh, how many? And tracing back the number using John Stone, almost all of the orders seem to come from uh, an FBI agent, Roberts. Of course. That's uh, that's the guy that yeah. was. Yeah, that was the guy that was the cute. That's fun. Well, at least now we have a sample of their cipher, so we can use it again if we need to to crack other stuff. Um, but that's all we got. Don't think there's any reason to let them think that we've got the cipher, so we should probably just leave the phones with the corpses. Yeah. Judging by the message traffic, it was very clear that this Roberts is giving orders. Right. All right. Is there any information about what the other objectives after they supposedly got us or anything like that? To terminate. It's that's all it. about terminating you immediately and then secure the Joe's Diner was the last message that they gave. Oh, because that worked out real well for everybody last time. Okay. So they wanted this Joe's Diner. They wanted it. So we have it. So does that mean we've got other forces coming in to attack? Do we need to set up a perimeter and start creating a defense here? Well, I imagine it's only a matter of time before they realize that their guys are dead. Um, what do you guys have for equipment? Stagecoach. Bag full of guns. Big stolen gun. And there you go. Came out of the bag. What is this big stolen gun? It's a 50 caliber rifle. Alright. It's probably at least as tall as I am. Should be able to put that back. I'm not gonna. Have you fired that? Yeah. Once? Sort of. Right. Um, I didn't get a concussion. My shoulder still works. It's kind of... Stiff, but uh, it'll do. Sorry, we're shooting at people with superpowers, and you don't want me to have the best chance? I'm just thinking we might give you something it. that is actually you have a chance to hit anything with. 
the only one that did anything. Against the people with the superpowers. We can keep the smaller ones for the normal people. Oh yeah, because we're going to be up against tons of normal people. That is an important thing, just for the sake of clarity. We did shoot a lot of cops. Well, that's always <laughs> fun. Um, I feel like you should know that before. I thought that Bruno was on the list of people we don't tell that you shot a bunch of cops. I didn't know that he was on the list. You know very well he's on the list. As soon as I... You went to go do torture stuff with him. I thought he was cool. It was not torture stuff! Hey, this country does Patrick. not condone Patrick. torture of any kind. It was merely an enhanced interrogation technique uh, that only involved intimidation and threatening to shoot off one of his fingers. Which we wouldn't have done. Okay, so it's just psychological torture then. That's good. That's so much better. He was dying and also invading. <laughs> I'm keeping the Reese. gun. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, kid. Fifteen minutes out, bud. Never violated a Geneva Convention. I don't believe you. Patrick. I don't think the Geneva Convention is supposed yeah. to cover. We got Reese coming in about universes. fifteen. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, I I use it as a guiding principle. Doesn't matter if it's supposed to cover other universes or not. I don't violate the Geneva Conventions in my work. Well, that's good. All right. What are we supposed to do about Reese? Who's Reese? I want to bring him with. He's useful as a pack mule of nothing else. I mean, we can put stuff in him and. I know, but stagecoach. Stage yeah, you can turn into. People a are going man. to find him, or find us through him. He can disguise him. He can disguise himself. He projects really realistic holographic illusions to disguise himself into kind of vehicles and. It's where the fake horses come from. It's actually pretty good for hiding. I kind of like the guy. Why I do they... too. I just. I worry that he's very large and draws attention to us. That is correct. Well, we'll have to teach him about stealth and subtlety and things like that. Is teachable? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's like a whole on cybernetic person. He's willing to learn. Yeah. With that, a stagecoach begins. <laughs> Hashtag meta search for setting a good example for Mac and also for not violating the Geneva Convention. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. You know, firing that gun at a person is violating the Geneva Convention. I was shooting the car. I do know the Geneva Convention. Well, that's Convention. what they train snipers to say, so good job. Thanks. Maybe it's because I'm a cyborg. I kind of I kind of have a thing for sentient uh, mechanical constructs. He hasn't, so. he hasn't complained about me having the big gun yet, so... I'm not really complaining. I'm suggesting you might be more useful with something you actually can manage. I'll just get back the pistol I shot that guy in the knee with. Was that, He's uh, on the no, list. No, it was one of the meta pilots. Were you aiming for his knee? It was. We were driving very fast. They were behind the car. Just happened to be a knee. Have you been teaching him things that he shouldn't be knowing? We're like what? In this line of work, I should No, I've never taught him how to kill a single person. Well, that's the thing. I specialize in large groups, you see. Uh, explosives training is a big part of his what he's doing. Well, I that's mean, the problem. You haven't taught him anything. That's why he's so inept with weapons. you got to teach the He's plenty adept with weapons. Fine. That just takes a bit more training. Because, yeah. you know, it's 50 pounds. All right, all right. It's like 10, 15. Uh, comparatively, I meant. Okay. Right. How did you two end up together anyway? 
knew my sister. So did I. In the biblical sense. That's not true. No, no, well, no, n- never. Uh, when 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 Malik was looking for a place for her brother would be safe, and I knew all the people, so she picked you. No, she picked someone that I knew based on my very good recommendation, which was completely and totally reliable and did its job right up until it didn't, and then I got him, and now he's safe again. So, held up my end of the bargain. I've been shot at, but I haven't been shot. So Maddox still owes me like 50 job. bucks. I don't think I'm getting that back. Give a very broad definition of the word safe. Well, if he wasn't with me right now, he would be black bagged and in a government facility that is being taken over as we speak by aliens. Why is he a target? You gotta understand. In part. Because he's with you. No! No. Patrick has come along. He has been a target from the beginning because of the McFernan girl. I'm. Connected to you guys. He's on a government list it. forever. Hmm. All right. So, what do we do from here? Do we using these phones? Do we have any idea if there's more incoming? What do we have enough detail? You could probably filter any messages that come through phones like that using a particular numerical code. Right. Set some up between. Uh, your uh, cybernetic implants and your computer, do we have any more knowledge? Can we, like, uh, get into, well, you've done it before, get into, like, a GPS and see what's going on, see if we've got any incoming... Uh... I can monitor all kinds of signal frequencies for miles around. But we're already monitoring most of them, especially the ones they've been using to follow us. We so, know f- we do know we for have sure. more incoming? I... I don't sense any now, but I can't imagine they won't be. They wanted this place, we have it. They sent people after them, we, we killed them, so they're gonna know that pretty soon. So I can't imagine that uh, they're not gonna be incoming at some point. But I wonder why they opened this one up here, and if there's anything in this Joe's that we can find out that helps us get to the bottom of things. Well, I'm gonna let you people who know things about this stuff deal with it. I'm gonna go find Reese some beer from the diner. You aren't old enough to buy beer. Nobody's here. Have you looked in the diner? People in the diner. They're not necessarily from our world, but there's people in the diner. What's the, the drink? The stagecoach drinks beer? Yeah. Any kind of alcohol, really. Hey, wait a minute. Seems to have a problem. Regular people go into Joe's all the time, and we never see aliens. Or weirdos of any kind, other than us. I mean, I've seen aliens in Joe's, but... Thousand different situations. You're right. not Hold on. People. Experiment. Boy? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Let's all go. No, no. Us first, since we're the Narmies. Oh, I see. Okay. Reese, introduce yourself to our new friend Bruno, if hey. you would like to. I'm Reese. The stagecoach transforms into a bipedal esque. And it's like, yes, 10 about, feet tall or something? About 15 feet tall. 15 feet tall. How's it going? Robot Bigfoot. All right. Nice to meet you, Reese. That's me. Got your stagecoach. Tell me you got some beer. Uh, We're getting some beer for you, Reese. All All right. right. Yeah, we'll have to uh, bring it back out. I don't think uh, you can fit through the door. 
What's the drinking yeah, age? Yeah, I don't think group? I can fit through that door. You are correct. I, I tried on the, the long story. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Is it like power? Me and Mac here? walk into the uh, to the Joe's <laughs> diner. It's a very 1950s style diner. There's about a half dozen customers in there currently, sitting at tables. Not a one of them looks like an alien. Or I go up and sit at the uh, lunch counter. Mm-hmm. Same guy is working the lunch counter that you've seen countless times. What can I do for you? We're looking for a couple of beers. All right then. Uh, no, I, can I see the no, kids? I'm not ID? drinking. Hmm? I, I, the, you oh you can kids look not at drinking. It. I'm, not I'm drinking. looking for a couple of beers. Oh, all right. Couple of beers. Now drink responsibly. I, I open up the door and look in. Do I see them and this all happening? They're sitting at the rail. Uh, he's just ordered beers, and there's some various strange creatures sitting at the different booths and along the rail. Is it is it Hollywood that uh, is yeah, serving? Yeah, absolutely, it's Hollywood. So, uh, there. Uh, what's the name on that? Hollywood. How come I can't see any of the aliens and shit in here? Aliens? What are you talking about? I mean, like, okay, I just heard this wacky story about this place being, uh, the way I've described it, a trans-dimensional way station of sorts. Joe's Diner, isn't it? It's Joe's Diner. This is a 50s diner, my friend. We're not a trans-dimensional way station. 1950s? Well, you know, we we, we like the 1950s era, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, Without looking, where are we right now? What what city, state? Oh, we're in uh, Jarbage, Nevada. Uh Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, Garbage, Nevada. And you just opened up today? Yeah, absolutely. But you're open 24 hours a day. That's right. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So Joe's me, doesn't take a day off. So me and the kid here, we're all mixed up with these Metapilot fellas. And they've been feeding us a line, because, uh... Wait a minute. John, John and I walk in. Hey, is, is this place a gate? Like the ones that the uh, 742 guys are trying to build? Uh, not in the same way. Well, how does this work, then? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking to Bruno. We're not talking to you anymore. And you're getting beers. Beers for Patrick. You want more? Two's not enough? Well, Bruno's here now, and John Stone is here now. Two more beers. Good to see you, Hollywood. Good to see you, Bruno. Can I get a water? Of course you can. Way to be responsible, kid. Thanks. I'm too young to drink. He already tried to get my ID. I already flustered it. I'm not going to make it. And then he congratulates you on your responsibility. Something's fishy in here. One of you people is a dragon man or something. So I want to look around. Do I spot anybody who's like obviously an alien, purple tentacles? Oh, very much. Um, All different kinds of species of creatures that you can see. All right, I pick out a nearby one that's really weird looking. (laughs) And I point at that seat and I say... What do you see sitting in that seat right there? Man in his 60s, baseball cap. Older fella? Likes the Dodgers? What's he actually look like? He's purple, tentacles. So you don't see tentacles? Uh, not unless I'm looking <laughs> at the internet. Um, I, got, I walk over to the gentleman with the purple tentacles. Are you trying to communicate with the guy with the tentacles? ask if he no. speaks, uh, if he can understand me. A strange warbling sound comes out. Okay. 
I, I, I'm trying an experiment. Would you mind if I toss you a few things for you to catch? Uh, again, strange warbling sound. Do, do I feel like he understands what I'm saying? You're pretty sure. Um, I go and grab like four glasses off a table and toss them like one at a time fairly quickly, like four of them. The old guy's got great reflexes. He's catching these cups and putting them down really fast. <laughs> I mean, great reflexes. Maybe he played ball instead of just... I'm, I'm assuming what he does is he catches it with multiple tentacles. Absolutely. Catches all four of them, sets them down. Well, all right, then. Did you see him catch all four of those at once? This place is set up just like a regular diner? Very much like a 1950s diner. Okay, I'm going to go try to buy drugs from the dishwasher. As you head towards the kitchen door, Hollywood intercepts you. Hey, 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 employees only. Can I speak to your cook or dishwasher? Cook's busy. Cooking? Absolutely. Employees only, my friend. Please take a seat. All right. Yeah, you don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back there. At all. Keeping an eye on you. Thanks. Keeping an eye on you. Now I... Stealth check. ...can hear... (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, I can hear anything going on back there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm causing a ruckus. Moment of clarity. There's two. There's two of them. Take it away. I'm on a mission of very little importance. It's important to me. Excellent. Patrick's gone. It's set up like a diner in the back. There doesn't seem to be a dishwasher. There's one guy. It's okay. Cooking. I'm basically just heading to the back door, uh, and I'm gonna, you know. Take somebody's stash from the locker. There's one guy cooking. There uh, doesn't seem to be any like physical lockers for people to put their possessions. Like the back is kind of stops looking like a '50s diner. The further back you get, and it's just a plain blank wall. There's not even a walk-in. That's not right. Well, that cook looks busy. I'm gonna try and steal his drugs. There's some very careful pickpocketing. <laughs> Look, I've got a theory. I'm trying to test it out. Oh, that's not going to do it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. This whoa, is employees whoa. only, man. Get, get back out in front. You're not allowed back here. Okay. All right, wait. Hold on. Before you throw me out of here, which is inevitable at this point, we have to understand that. If you were a normal bloke, just trying to see the great world beyond and understand why a 70-year-old man can catch a bunch of cups in the air, I hear tell he's got tentacles, but I can't see them. I'm not sure what you're asking me. Ah, if I wanted to be able to see him, what would I order? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I can help you with that, ma'am. I think you can. I, I hear the milkshakes are good. All right. Milkshakes it is. I didn't even notice a milkshake machine. All right, buddy. Cook. Patrick. Please go back out front. I got lost on my way to the can. And I walk back out to the lunch counter and order a milkshake. 
But I order it with quotation marks. So what flavor of milkshake you want? Chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, peanut butter, banana. Uh, I got all kinds. <clears throat> I want to put one down for blackberry. All uh, a milkshake. Blackberry milkshake. Slides it across the counter to you after a few minutes. Strawberry. And a strawberry milkshake. Enjoy, guys. Vanilla, please. One vanilla. They don't even have a milkshake machine. See, this place isn't on the level at all. I told you, you that already. Do you want to try? It's a pretty good milkshake. See you can drink it. Oh, I can. And then I just stare drink at the it. old man. I just can't digest it. That's worse, actually. Yeah. That's probably the worst thing I've seen all day. And I put a tear, cat, tear gas canister in someone's mouth. You used to it. Can you taste and like, like I don't know. I'm not sure how much of you is. I can is, taste. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But you don't need to eat anymore. I don't need to. I kind of miss it. Sometimes I just kind of bite things and chew them up and spit them out again, just to get used to flavor. Like, should we get like you paid? a spittoon? Sorry, man. That's a uh, super raw. I don't know. Raw. It's a weird life. Yeah, I'm adjusting in small ways. We should look. See. We have stuff going on. All right, can we, Patrick, are you done with your fact-finding mission? You got anything for us? Not a thing changes with the old man, but that was a really good milkshake. Hey, Hollywood. Probably the best you've had. Yeah. Um, when you get a second, can we have a little chat? Um, sure, I suppose. Okay. Um, I need to pass a message on to Rhodes. I'll do my best. I mean, you see him occasionally, right? Not very often, uh, especially these days, you know, with uh, changes and all. Patrick, come on now. You've seen enough weird crap to know what this is. You don't always have to play the fool. <laughs> Hashtag Patrick Buff. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. So, uh, I'll do my best. You see Rhodes, or uh, Crash, or Andy, or any of the gang. I, I'm pretty sure your uh, friend Nick was uh, looking for them the last time he came through. He was, he was on his way there. Yeah, we've got some more information. Metaverse Prime is being invaded by Zenda's old. I have world. no idea what you're talking about. We're all, we're we'll on go. the level. We'll just go. We'll, we'll go. We're going to leave. We're going to bring the walking stagecoach his business. Mm -hmm. Go. Ah, forget it. Oh, we're going to be bring protest signs that they're being racist against yeah. normies. Yeah. we got to get some damn superpowers. I don't think you're a race. Human's not a race? I'm human, too. Mm. <laughs> okay, back to the mission at hand. Are you done with your investigative journalism? Yeah, I don't see any reason why we need to protect this place from anybody. Let's get going. All right, so, Hollywood. Yeah. If you can get the message on to Zenda, on to Crash, Andy, any of them. I'll do my best for you. Next time you see somebody, Metaverse Prime is being invaded by Zenda's Metaverse 742. Yeah, that's uh, that's where the problem is. Um, I know you're not familiar with uh, the whole Metaverse enforcement thing, so here's a quick little lesson. Unfortunately, being as... Uh, 742 is, is uh, the man formerly known as Zenda's home metaverse. He can't interfere in anything going on with that metaverse. It's outside of his jurisdiction. 
course sort of is. considered a conflict of interest by metaverse enforcement. Of course it is. He has to sit it out. That figures. Not allowed to directly interfere. But we are talking about that fellow that you knew, so direct interference or Just a grenade. interference. <laughs> yeah, you know it. I wouldn't actually count on him sitting this out, is what I'm trying to say. I understand. Anyway. He's weaselly when it comes to rules. That's the truth. Point being, I don't know who else, who else to reach out to. I don't know if the old roads or... Uh, Retired. Yeah. Any, anybody and anyone you think is going to care, I think this let them know we're going to get some you. support. Best of luck. Hey, also, uh, the invading army government guys, they're coming here. Just so you know. I know you don't know, but you're going to get shot at by pilots from other places coming here to cause problems. So have fun with that and pretending you don't know what we're talking about. And you're racist. And also you're <laughs> racist. <laughs> and then we and we're out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keep an interesting company these days, Bruno. It's not by choice. <laughs> right, you wouldn't be seen with us normies. And you're racist. <laughs> Just you, Patrick. Just you. All right, then. All right, well, that's a bust. So, we got, do we have, uh, let's, let's see what we can do, figure out if they've got anybody else incoming that we need to be worried about mm -mm. taking over Joe's at the moment. Oh, no. And then, where do we go from here? We need to shut down as many of these entry points as possible. You do have that map. Yeah, we had a lead uh, referencing somewhere at the bottom of a large body of salt water, possibly an ocean, or maybe a sea. You have a physical map. You have a, yeah. you have a lead? What? No, we have a map. We have a map that is pointing us towards something. A map to what? A map of what? An underground facility that probably was run by either the founders or the program or something. It's from Jackson. From General Jackson? He's a general, isn't he? Yeah. Where's he? I ain't seen him. He's not at the Metaverse facility. So, probably picked up like the rest of you were. I mean, not you, because you were in the magical land of make-believe and I was fast. Picked up by the... Uh... Our own guys. FBI, CIA, government types on presidential authority. Shut down. I got three uh, computer whizzes sitting here with me. Anyone of you tell me where we can, if we can find out any data on him, where he's at? They have previously tried. Mm, I was incapacitated was the whole time. Disappeared? I was kind of trapped inside myself. That's a part of the story I haven't told you. But when he was taken, I have no idea. I was taken to... These guys sprung me out. We have no mm. idea where Jax is. Was, uh... Somebody used his eye, like, yesterday, though. Yeah, that was, um... Is that the retinal scanner that was trying to take you Dread and your Planet big... Roberts. Yeah. 
So Roberts has an eye, or at least a fake one, of Jackson's, most likely. That's concerning. A little bit. Hmm. Do we like him? Let's find him. Who? Jackson. Oh, which one? General Jackson. The one we're talking about? In general, I like the Jacksons. Okay. How do we feel about the Jackson Five? In general, I like the Jacksons. Good, good. Can we get back to the map? Sure, easy as ABC. Let's do it. Map. They have a so map. Indicates ooh, there is some ooh. submerged uh, base, a program facility located underneath Archangel Island in the Sea of Cortez. Right. So program. Jackson gave you this map? No, we stole it from his office. Well, we stole a key from his office and then followed the key to a safe deposit box and we took that out of there. And we think this is relevant to the invasion? It had well, an accompanying audio file. The bloke can tell the future. Right, but if you stole a key... And an accompanying audio file. What's the audio file say? Here. In short, it's a message from the general to crash about an impending invasion. Okay, why didn't you guys lead with this information? Well, there was a lot happening and we were dragging two people behind our truck. Yep, fair point. All right, um, where does this map seem to go to? Well, Archangel Island is in uh, the northern section of the Sea of Cortez. It's the largest island in the Sea of Cortez. Completely uninhabited. Mexico, Baja Mexico. Yes, it's off the coast of Baja. And we're Nevada, it's not that far. Not particularly, in fact, uh, you seem to recall you worked with a guy back in your old spec ops days. Uh, a Navy guy used to pilot the subs when you do your, your crazy off the books missions. That you're pretty sure he retired down to Cabo to take tourists around in subs. Excellent, I know a guy. Let's get us to Baja. I used to know uh, a Chief Montgomery. You always just called him Monty. Everybody called him Monty. Yeah, if we're go, if we're driving to Mexico, we gotta do one thing first. We do have a stagecoach. Well, the stagecoach will help. We need. Do I remember Monty's phone number? Not since he retired. Okay. I can find that for you. I mean, we do have three computer wizards with us, and there's no such thing as an unlisted number. Absolutely true. And we need to stop by a Kinko's. Because, you know, new passports for everyone. Right. It'd be good to have a phone again. Mm, don't know if we're up to phone yet. They, they're no. still tracking us pretty heavily. Like I mean, we, we did get chased here and shot at by fighter jets. I do have other means of communication. I'm just saying, like, they took everything away from me. You know, it took, it took me a couple weeks just to get, like, human-looking clothes, so it's just... As you can see, we're still nice working on it. to get that stuff back. But you traveled by diner. And we, uh, had a, times. and we had a car chase across the country. Well, I also traveled by, like, a giant hole in the ground, weird uh, blinking portals, um, stone obelisks that you walk through, um, and uh, walking down a hallway and just opening up doors in different places and stuff. Interesting. It's been a it's been a wild few months. What uh what month is it anyway? Mm, that is a great question. August. We don't usually keep a uh, calendar with us. August on the run. 
2020? 2019? What? Yes! How did you know? I'm just checking. It's been a while for me, so I no, don't No, I didn't like... know. That's really good. Okay. You, you probably got an internal clock on a battery, right? Is he right? Yeah. Speaking of clock, my clock wants us to go. We've got to find out what's going on, guys. Uh, road so trip. Let's get to... Um, I love road trips! Got, yes, we... Did so, you get him his beer? Don't worry. Yes. No one's driving. Oh, Here we go. Now. <laughs> the one thing I did? Useless now. Reese, we're hanging out toward the Sea of Cortez. You ever been there? Oh, no. I was going there now. Sounds great, man. Uh, Mexico? Cool. He disguised right. something what's, cool. Uh, what's Monty's full name? Let me go back a page. Thinking. Uh, it's Michael Montgomery. Montgomery's his last name. Went by Chief Monty or Monty to you. Yeah, Chief Chief Montgomery Michael Montgomery. Find me a Michael Montgomery in Baja. We want to go to his place. Tom, look up Michael Montgomery in Baja. What did you just now? say? Oh, yeah. I oh, forgot about that. So, um... Well, I have a more benevolent, benign version of the AI in me, somehow. Of Tom. Tom, yeah. Number found at Monty's Submersible Excursions. Mo yeah, he got a place called Monty's Submersible Excursions out there on the Baja area. That's the right place. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Isn't Tom a bad guy? Yeah. Uh, that Tom is. The one that's in me... Uh, pretty good guy, actually. Really mellowed out, um, personable, really eager so, to help. So here, it's like the one of the one of the things I've been doing here. Let's get in the stagecoach and go as we're as we're talking. But um, I'm just one of the things I spent a good couple of months doing was traveling around from metaverse to metaverse, tracking down the shards of Tom after he kind of like was exploded across all the metaverses. <sighs> Split himself into infinity. I heard, and there, I heard some of that. Some there's of that, yeah. one inside your head. Yeah. No idea why. You know, um, I, I hey, Rhodes? Would you like to ask Tom questions? Rhodes? Not a thing. Is Rhodes in your head? No, just just trying a theory. Did it work? Nah. I don't know. I see a lot of roads. Yeah, uh, R H O D E S. Only. Like, mm, yeah. Well, he's busy and he's Zenda now, so that's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> You guys met Rhodes? No. No? Nope. You heard about him? No. Nope. Okay. So you know how I said there's like this police force? Mm, yeah. He's yeah, like, I remember. He's the guy. Only he's retired now, and Zenda has stepped into that role, but Zenda's name is now Rhodes because it's like a job title more than a name. Anyway, in the past, occasionally, when I just called out his name and let him know that we had a Tom fragment there, he was able to show up and handle it. Other times, we had to kill the guy it was in, which is not going to happen. And I'm just... So why were you calling him? See if he could come and uh, take that Tom out of your head. Because... Just watch that Tom right I do not think I would enjoy that, just Tom. 
Please prevent that from happening. What would that usually entail? I mean, it was different every time. A couple times we had to kill a guy. Um, several times we just kind of like held somebody hostage and held him there so that he didn't uh, escape. And then uh, Rhodes stood up and just kind of pulled it right out of him. So I'm not really sure what it would entail, but it's uh, been a major part of my life for a couple of months. So it's a little concerning to find one inside of you. Well, if I have any inkling that he's getting a little uppity, I'll let you know. Yeah. Just, uh, just don't trust it. Fair enough. Reese, my man. Ready to roll. Saddling up. <laughs> and I believe you wanted to stop at a Kinko's, Patrick? No, I'm here. One Kinko's. Okay. Several hours down the road later. All right, remember, when we go into the Kinko's, no witnesses. I'm kidding. No, we're just going to go. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're just going to make some copies. I'm sorry. Couldn't help it. I'm sobering up a little. I was trying to fix out why we're here, too. Use the old head for a quick shot. No. For hashtag clarity s sake, is John wearing any Hawaiian pattern clothing? Scylla? That was actually going to be my next question. <laughs> Absolutely not. John Stone yeah. is not wearing any Hawaiian pattern clothing. John notices as we're, as we're driving along, you know. Not a single bit. Conversation kind of dies out. He just keeps like looking at his shoulders. And... All right, so. Passports? Just mm -hmm. things for them, you know. Uh, I'm going to. Get the right kind of bond paper, the right kind of laminate, the right small laminating machine. <laughs> Give me a covert operations role for your uh, falsified government documents. Please, kids, don't falsify government documents. Falsify government documents. Now, this is something Falsify government documents. I'm going to give you a hand with this. This is something that I have some experience Yes, on. you do. And quite a bit more than me, as it turns out. Beat it by two. And yeah. I beat it by one. Yeah. That is good enough. Uh, between the two of you, you are able to I, falsify. I rolled the wrong documents. dice, though. So that, that was wrong. Uh, I beat it by a lot more. I beat it by a nine. Ah, excellent. Well, with the plus two bonus from assist, that beats it by eleven. This is a critical success. They are flawless. Fake passports. Looks good. You did good work, Patrick. Which is important, as uh, as you've traveled in these different places, you keep hearing reports of uh, it's Patrick Leibowitz O'Kelly and, and now a, a Mac McFernan, a Michael McFernan, has been added to the uh, list all the news agencies are putting out as wanted terrorists. It's not Patrick anymore. It's Dave. Look, Dave Harden. <laughs> it spells hard on, but it's pronounced Harden. I got it, Dave. 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 Hard on. <laughs> like a boner. Did you see what your name was? Go ahead. It's Gramps, Mackenzie! Your name is Gramps! Your first name is Gramps! I made it Gramps because I thought it'd be funny on account of you being so fucking old. Yeah, you really should. You made his first name Gramps. Uh, yeah. It's not going to raise any eyebrows. It's short. It's on the passport. It's short for Grampus. 
It's Greek. But you guys want me to look like a stagecoach to cross the border or anything in particular? You, you know, know use your best judgment, Reese. Maybe okay. something inconspicuous, like a... Hey, what's the best thing to travel in, according to your old buddy Patrick? Uh, a Winnebago. That Patrick. is correct, sir! Fair mm. enough. That'll work. One Winnebago. Bruno, why do you keep looking at my clothes? What, what's your picture is uh, Sorry, I just, um, just making sure it's not a Hawaiian shirt. Well, not Magnum P.I. What, what, what's the problem? It's a, it's a thing. It's... I spent a lot of time looking for Hawaiian shirts to try and find the uh, Tom shards because his whole thing, he had some sort of thing for Hawaiian shirts, part of his uh, visual appearance like of the you're AI. the one with the thing for Hawaiian shirts. No, more the other <laughs> way around, I really hate Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts have a thing for you? That's the same as having a thing. Like, I have a thing for snakes, for example. Mm, different kind of thing, I see. Well, I don't have Well, one. I don't like snakes. I've never worn one. I don't like them. That's good. Well, now, you if can't you ever, be Magnum. We if were gonna you make ever you start feeling differently about Hawaiian shirts, let me know. What, that's like an affliction that just comes upon someone when Tom's around? You just start... Probably, yeah. I'll let you know. Hmm. <laughs> I thought this was gonna get less I mean... confusing as we went on. <laughs> let, let me just be clear, like... We're riding around in a horseless stagecoach that can transform. Um, Currently looks like a Winnebago from the outside. And that's not the weirdest thing I've seen in the last week. I was on a planet where they juggled goslings as like a primary form of entertainment. Baby geese. Like, there's they, people oh, with tentacles coming out of their goslings. heads. Like, like, Maybe they like their foie gras shaken, not stirred. That's good. That's good. That was pretty good. It's make other sense. other worlds make the weirdness of like transforming Winnebagos and all the rest of the stuff we've been dealing with seem perfectly normal. Look, man, you you really gotta slow down on this and all the worlds I've been in stuff, uh, because frankly, it makes you sound crazier than us, and we really need you to be the level-headed one. I mean, you want to commiserate with John Stone about all the worlds you missed, that's so good. But I've got a young man that I'm fairly responsible for. And, uh, you know, when we're talking about this... That's the second time you've used the word responsible. I don't think you know what that word means. Oh, okay. Well, let me prove to you it does. Uh, I was responsible for the assassination of the King of Paraguay in 1989. And I take responsibility for it. Consequently, that king is dead. Patrick has, the king. in his defense, he's come along a bit since we've been working together. I, I actually trust him now. That's helpful. Not not around illicit substances, because he's going to take them and... In a way, them. you trust me around those, too. Well, I trust that I'll know where they are when you're around. I am consistent, if nothing else. And responsible for my own consistency. He's actually kept the which kill currently alive. is what I would call semi-solid. Reese, how close are we to the border? Almost there. And with your forged documents, you are able to cross the border without a mishap. See, there are definitely benefits to having a self-driving vehicle. 
It does not appear so from the outside that it is self-driving. Yeah. But from yeah. the inside, you're riding in a stagecoach that's driving itself. It's even better than a Tesla. And it is quite the long drive to Cabo. You guys can even take a nap if you like. I'll just monitor things. I don't, I don't exactly sleep anymore. No, I really got to sit up here and look like I'm driving a Winnebago. Do you get tired? Do you have to rest your mind at all? Like... Yeah, I mean, sometimes I need to take a few minutes just to clear myself. Mm. I try to meditate, but it's different now that I'm cybernetic. It's not quite the same. But um, yeah, body doesn't need rest, but mind needs to refocus sometimes. I still get cranky. Still got a little, little bit of PTSD going on. It's been a lot. It's a huge system shock. Shortly after crossing the border, those uh, cell phones you took start to blow up with messages, and because you've translated the cipher so well, they keep requesting status updates, status update, status update. Oh. Uh. Okay. What's the uh, What's the format? of the texts that have been sent out of these cell phones back. You can replicate the cipher if you would like to send a message back. Yeah, but I'm asking for like the uh, the syntax, like how are they speaking? Extremely brief, like people following orders, giving updates on in that one, affirmative, negative, in route. Very quick, very short, concise messages. Uh, do, do we try and, do we text back? I don't think they're still on our tail or? Um, you think we can um, send a message that suggests that Joe's diner is secure? Well, it is, in a matter of speaking. I mean, okay. I we do completely have to commit to whatever we are telling them right now. Absolutely. Let's tell them that uh, the team, that'd be you guys and Nick that they were pursuing. We'll have to look at how they phrase those kinds of things, but tell them that they made it into Joe's diner. Are no okay. longer visible, no longer available, uh, but uh, Joe's diner is now secured. Reese, what you need? So when, no, when they first attacked us, I had Tom do a scan of them to identify them. Absolutely. If I gave you that info, could you make some illusions of them and disguise us as them? It, or I could do that from the exterior. Yeah, it only looks that way from people on the outside, though. Or at least the captain and the mob guy, and then two of us are being brought back. Oh, the mob guy. I totally forgot about that. Oh. We can disguise two of us as the mob guy and the captain. They're taken care of. Uh. Oh. <laughs> well, now they're going to know that, uh, wait, hell, right. they've got one of their pilots back. Anything we send is going to mean nothing. <laughs> Unless, maybe they don't, because they're still sending us messages right now. So maybe that pilot hasn't been able to come back to Metaverse Prime. Belay the explosion. A little late. I think we're too late. Shit. That's okay, I'm way too far away for it to work. It's alright. Oh, you got lucky this time, Galino. Reese, plowed by the train station. And so we can... <laughs> yeah, Reese, I got to piss. We're almost there, guys. Alright. All right. So how do we feel about... Targets enter Joe's Diner. 
How are you going to fit a whole target inside of a tiny Joe's diner? That doesn't even make any sense. No, I mean, we can disguise Reese. We can disguise Reese as the same vehicle that tracked us in. And disguise us as the as the guys that were after us. And so if they see the vehicle that they sent with the guys in it, they'll just let us right in. Okay. That's a good point. But are we going underwater? You are going underwater, uh, allegedly, to a program-based, allegedly, which would, again, have zero connection with these people unless something else is going on you're not aware of. Yeah, I don't think that... I, I think at this point... Is the they entry... Don't, they don't know we've left, back, left the United States. Um, they're still trying to secure diner if they think we've gone into the diner as far as they know we're on a different metaverse. Oh, it feels like there's a train running through my head. What the hell? I had Reese pull over by the train station so we could hash this out oh. before we go any further. Oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah. So wait, now the base we're going to, the base is underwater, right? According to the map, you have the entrance is underwater. The entrance is underwater. Okay. Reese, are you, are you airtight? Are you submersible? Uh, no. Can't really do that. Oh. No, that's my friend's gonna help with that. I mean, I don't need to breathe. I don't think you need to breathe, but I, need to breathe. I think they do. Yep. It's helpful. I would. And then there's the whole pressure thing, you know, deep sea, bad. No, we, we got a, I got a solution. Okay. I do too. Is I'm it, not my going. Buddy's gonna have to. Is it a submarine <laughs> in which we won't have to yes. go diving out of the submarine and can stay in the submarine? I mean, that's going to kind of depend on what we find when we get to the base, but I would expect so. Cool, no, don't worry about it. If you tried to go out of a submarine when it's submerged, you'd probably just immediately get squished by the pressure. So. Great. That's so much better. Uh, targets escaped via Joe's Diner. Location is secure. Are we all clear on that? Let them think we're alive, but somewhere else. Yep. And also possibly imply that we're metapilots. Can you two see... Or is on each other, or is that just when it is a body Only being inhabited? You can tell. You can, I mean, on a game, you can tell if somebody is a pilot when you by looking at them real hard. Yeah. Well, he sees it. But all you can always tell when there's a. Effect. You can always tell when there's a pilot and an avatar. So it's, it's not as easy to tell. So it is feasible that they could be goaded into believing that Patrick and I are pilots. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. they, they don't know that you're not pilots at this point. Great. They, you know. Is that your message? Are we all clear on this? Do we like it? I like it. Boop! Message Proper sent. periods and syntax and everything. What did you just say? Targets escaped via Joe's Diner. Location is secure. Within about a minute, you get a response. Reinforcements in route hold position. Damn. Affirmative. Do you have the number for that Joe's Diner? Possibly, perhaps, so that we yeah, could call them sure. and tell them that they're going to get shot. Uh, have John we can call do. them. It's all John's yours. John's quite capable of calling Joe's Diner. Joe's Diner! Hollywood! Hey, this is uh, John Stone. We left there a couple hours ago. You've uh, you got some heat on you, and uh, you're going to be aggressed here pretty soon. They're going to find out that we aren't there and that their guys are dead, so it's going to be pretty hot for you. Can you handle that? Not a problem. Joe's Diner is a strict no weapons policy. All right. Yeah. Appreciate that. What I mean is, 
these guys might be coming in ready to shoot up the place. Like, they don't really care about your policy as much as exacting revenge and capturing us. Joe's Diner has a strict no weapons policy. I thank you for your concern, Mr. Stone. Got Have it. a nice day. All right, Hollywood. I think Hollywood's a secret badass. Yes. I don't think it's a secret. It's, yeah, um, yes. All right. Very good. Uh, good on Hollywood. And you have pulled into Cabo. He can stop time. We're going to take a short five-minute break, guys, and then we will be right back with you for more Masters of the Metaverse, Planet Metaverse Invasion. See you in five minutes. Don't go away. While that's going on, if our mod could run a lovely poll, who has been the most impressive in the displays of their character today so far? I want to see that poll. Result. Thank you. <laughs> wow. In the episode where we've blown up oh. nothing. Exactly. This will be hard for them. Discuss it, come back, and tell me the results. We'll see you in five minutes. Interesting.
Welcome back, everybody! Masters of the Metaverse on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment Channel. We just had a short break and we were able to run a poll. Oh. Hashtag Hack Attack Reese gets a new form. Reese can now also transform into a really steampunky submarine with a bunch of cool steam-powered gadgets and all the latest and greatest in underwater surveillance gear. <laughs> What? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you, Chad. Very much. Okay. Uh, we don't need your stupid friend, Monty. Fuck your friend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's give you uh, the results of some polls. So I have uh, the results from the first poll, which, you know, thankfully till now we haven't gotten any real situation where you need these just yet. But let's give you those ones. Uh, Mark, at the beginning of the show, you got the most votes. So you're going to have a plus eight floating. You can use this show. You've also oh, nice. got plus 30 bonus health. Ooh. Look at that. Ethan, you've got a plus six yeah. floating bonus you can use. Very and nice. 20 bonus health. Very nice. And we have a tie for Christian Sean. So you have a floating plus four you can use. And 10 bonus health. And during the break, we ran another poll about who had uh, been playing their character. And wasn't. And Mark, you, you you were the winner of that poll. I was? You were the winner of that one. Who, cool. So uh, you also have yourself a now a plus two minus two floating that you can use at any time on any person's roll. Ooh. Nice. Watch out, Patrick. <laughs> You watch out, Mark. And we are back and in the town of Cabo and Baja. All right. Uh, so, uh, guys, um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I know I said I couldn't be a submarine, but I can kind of be a submarine now, and I don't know why. Why do you mean? What do you mean, kinda? What is well, I, I can be a submarine because I can kind of be a great. I singer can totally turn into a submarine. It can happen. Does it depend on what kind of alcohol how, we give you, or what? How does it work? Uh, I'm not really sure. It's kind of a new thing, um, but I, I don't really have submarine experience. You know, um, I've driven on land, and I got the concept. I can propel it. I'm not really familiar with the whole underwater movement. Don't know you when? pilot types know okay. how to ride boats real good. Well, it's not a so boat. I can use some help it if you know somebody that knows submarines to teach me the ropes. When did this happen? It just kind of did. I, I can't explain it. He's, he's it's new. It happened. I, um, I'm not riding that thing underwater. But I can totally become a submarine now. I trust him. I think he can do it. I believe he can do it. But he needs someone who has submarine experience. That's We got that. That's where we're heading for Monty. Well, I'm I, your friend Monty. That you know from... Back in the day. Uh-huh. That's what I was afraid of. So this guy's really just as likely to shoot us as anything else. Not at all. Pulling up in front of the small building and has a hanging sign. Monty's submersible excursions. Has a little painting of a submarine out front. A little oh, office cute. space. Perfect. Uh, so who's got boating though, seriously? <laughs> Just you? I don't have it on mine. Go get him, Tiger. Okay. Um, that's so, right, that's what you got Monty for. So. so so is Monty coming with us, or he just... Oh, he's coming with us. Oh, he is? Yeah. He doesn't know that yet, but he's coming with us. So I uh, I head in. Uh, the office is kind of a little bit of a mess, like somebody fairly disorganized. There's a, a gentleman which looks like Monty, but he's aged a bit since you've seen him. I mean, it's been almost 18 years since the last time you ran into him. He's asleep on his desk. There are empty bottles of beer all over the desk. Monty! Yeah! Hey. Hey, Sergeant hey. Hamilton, is that you, or am I drunk again? Both. Uh, 
You know, I, I heard you hijacked a plane or something. Um, they were saying you were a criminal. Who was saying that? It was on the news a while back, you know. Oh, yeah. They'll say you know, anything. I, I always warned you, working for them suits in Langley, it wasn't going to work out. Yeah, um... It's, it hasn't been so bad. I, uh... I don't even know how, where to begin on catching you up, but uh, here's the deal. I got a mission, and uh, I need you. Well, you know I, I owe you pretty big, Sarge, so anything you need, I'm there. All right, well, we need to uh, go underwater into the Sea of Cortez. All right, that's a, that's a bit of a trip. Anywhere specific, or are you just going on a touristy excursion? Well, I got a map. There's apparently a uh, underground installation that we gotta go oh, man. find down at the bottom. So like back when we were in Balaclava Bay back in 79, huh? Pretty much. You went to Patrick. a place called Balaclava Bay. <laughs> Patrick, put that away. That's, that's put that away. This is uh, my associate, Patrick. Oh, I've seen him on the news too. Yeah, he's a... Uh... No, you haven't. And uh, sorry, uh, Dave. This is Dave. And John, what was your name? name? Is Dave. Yeah. This is my friend John. For no reason. Hey, whatever you gotta say. And uh, this is uh, Mac, young kid here. It's all the same to me. Uh, I'm from Mexico now. I'm not involved in the affairs of the United States government. Smart. Fair enough. Retired. So you do underwater excursions? For tourists, you know, uh, take them around, let them see the stuff underwater, the, the rays and the fish, you know, they love it. We take pictures inside, life. it's great. Is, cool. Is it a weird request if we have our own submarine? You have your own submarine? Yes, and here's the thing. Apparently, it's brand so new. You're drunk. Our submarine is drunk. <laughs> so hopefully, it's He's like drunk. an algebraic thing where a negative and a negative is a positive. Look, kid, I got more time on the stick of submarine than anybody you've ever met in your life. I can do anything. I don't think I've ever met anybody else who has actually used a submarine, so that's probably true. Uh, actually, Barlack to Monty Burner has aged backwards by, like, at least a decade. So, handsome boy. Right, but Monty hasn't seen him in 20 great. years, so... Right. <laughs> he looks like he but Bruno's looks like he was 20 years older than he is for most you of his life. You look great. So. You have any age today, Sergeant. It's a, you know, new new uh, facial routine. Working it's wonders. working for you. Make sure he gets a facial every day, whether he needs it or not. It's working for you. Thanks. All right. Well, so you, you got a sub for your 4 o'clock. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll, we'll show you. How's this, how... Yeah, Doc, how is this going to work? Well, where well, is your sub? Well, our sub will right just here. roll uh, down. That's a Winnebago. On the beach. Yeah, yeah. Right at the moment. You're good. Technically, it's not. It's a, it's a um, buggy. It's a little high tech. It's a little horse-drawn buggy. I won't ask any questions. From space. But you'll get in and go underwater with it? What do you always let's just Let's just say that the... Uh, um, U.S. government doesn't have all the fancy toys. Sergeant Hamilton saved my life more times than I can count. Well, he's going to get you killed today. I hope that's all right. It wouldn't be Sergeant Hamilton if people weren't shooting at us and trying to blow us up. Oh, then you're expecting it. All right, then. Well, Anytime he's involved, yeah. Oh, you fit right in, huh? At least this one's old. John's tactics 
Patrick is unfortunately demolitions, and uh, Mac here's along for the ride. He's I'm kind of a the heart of the group intern. Just like the old days, huh? Yeah, more or less. I like it. <laughs> so, take me to the sub. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. drive you there. Get in the carriage. The, the Winnebago, you mean? Correct. Right, the Winnebago. This doesn't look like a Winnebago inside. Well, oh, you know, yeah, it's we, we British types are always saying strange things like carriage and lift and bullshit like that. Yeah. Get in the yeah. Winnebago. Okay. Did you just call yourself British? I said Brit types. They don't know the difference. Old white people think we're all the same. Reese, take us down to the shore, would you, buddy? You got it, John! Did the Winnebago just No, nope, no, nope, that was your imagination. That's the pilot up You're catching in. so drunk right now. Fair enough. You head down to the beach, and he rolls right out onto the sand past people who are getting in and enjoying a little of the water. There's not a lot of people that swim on the beach there, so the, uh, the currents are pretty bad off of Cabo. Can you honk, or is it just like horse neigh noises? I can make lots of noises. Great. Uh, it just talked again. Nope. I heard it. It talked. Nope. That happened. You seen the Tesla's got the new like you know driver thing? They got Uber working on stuff, right? They have a Cybertruck now. It's a well. Google Winnebago. Google Bagel. Wow. Kids today with their smartphones. Google Bagel Marine. Me. I can't keep up, I'll tell you what. And here you are still at it. Didn't they mandatory retire you by now? Well, you know, at a certain point, uh, mandatory doesn't mean anything anymore. You get into the, uh, you get deep enough into stuff and it's a whole different ball game. The wagon wheels hit the water, goes out, starts to float a little, and then the exterior starts to shape and change around you. Does the interior change a little? It does. It gets a little, I hate to use the word to describe it, but steampunk inside very quickly. Mm. Now, Monty, hold on. Like, literally, hold on, buddy. I, I am the... Things are changing in here. This is weird, and... Uh, this is kind of neat. This is kind of neat. It's, uh... This is good. I gotta say, kind of freaking me out, but... This is about the 27th weirdest thing I've seen this week. So uh, let me see your map. I got to know where we're going. Oh, yeah. Uh, I never thought anybody would have an underwater base in the Gulf of California. That's a weird that? place for a base. It does that seem pretty far-fetched, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's out there. I mean, who'd put... You know, no questions. Is that more or less weird than the transforming Winnebago submarine? I'm going to go with more. Wow. Oh, okay. That is not what I expected, but carry on. So you think this uh, this base is active? Maybe got sonar or anything like that? No, probably. I yeah. would imagine. Okay, that. okay. That's something to keep in mind. We'll, we'll want to run quiet when we get close, then hug the seafloor. Okay. First time in a sub? Yeah. Yep. We'll say so, yes. I, uh... I work with Reese to magnify uh, together our ability to sense uh, sonar and any other kind of uh, tracking or communication stuff going on in the water. All right. You uh, begin your 
trip to Archangel Island, it's going to take quite a while by submarine. It uh, takes almost 36 hours what? to yeah. circumvent the peninsula and head all the way up into the Gulf to Archangel Island. Oh, we're on Island. outside. Okay. Nothing but protein bars in the go bag. <laughs> Nothing but protein bars in the go bag. There's a... Uh... Have nutrient weapons in there, though, right? No, the go bag has the explosives. The duffel bag has all the guns. Ah, so I got through the duffel when bag. When we get done with this part of the mission, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go. Okay. You're gonna go where? Away. There's, I, I mean, no offense. I just don't have a dog in this fight. I'm okay with that. What do you mean? This, this. This is our only lead to find out who's in trying to invade us. Yeah, I I don't care. I mean, they don't seem the evil overlord type, and if they are, well, I guess I'll be assimilated with everyone else. It's supposed to be uh, Wait a second, me I getting gotta... messages to you types. Because from what I understand, that's your job now, right? Wait a second. So Patrick, you you're okay with being assimilated? Doesn't sound like Patrick. You're just gonna be a sheep now. Here's the funny thing. You remember when you got uh, bagged and put in that box? That didn't happen to me because I don't get caught. That's what I do. And if I do get caught, I get out because I don't have to rely on anybody but me. And we got no, superpowers and robots, Patrick. submarine carriage boats. And you don't get caught, but we're talking about what we understand to be perhaps thousands of meta pilots invading us. Thousands of them. Right. So and none of them. I can't even you? deal with one ear. So what am I going to do? Stop them from coming. On behalf of whom and what? On behalf of all of us. When they get here and find out who you are. And what you've been doing, you think they're just, what, just going to let you go? When they find out who I am and what I am, I'm just going to be another avatar for them to jump into. Maybe at best. You don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I have a particularly specific set of skills. They're going to want to blow something up eventually. What, you think they don't have their own guys that can... With thousands of pilots and avatars all over the place, you think they don't have a guy who can blow stuff up? Sure, but do they have one with my experience on this particular planet? No. So that's it. You're just going to be a, another meat casing for these guys to just manipulate? With no will of your own? No, I'm saying it looks like that's the way it's going to be. And that's fine. You, you might be right. You guys are way more qualified for this than we are. And completely immune to the shit they can do. Um, Whereas I'm just a meat puppet waiting to happen. So, so Mac, I don't Unless know Unless we uh, stop them. I don't know if anyone's we explained didn't. this to you, but um, the piloting thing has something to do with DNA. It's genetic. There's a very high likelihood that you can pilot just like your sister could. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not seeing things. I'm not seeing the halos you guys are, and I'm not... It doesn't, it doesn't happen until you've done it. I didn't see it either until all of a sudden I thought I was just a normal guy, and then trying to get to my daughter, all of a, my granddaughter, all of a sudden I like uh, ended up jumping into this guy in a whole different world, and 
watching him half dead trying to get to my granddaughter and give her a message and it was next thing I know I'm traveling around all these different universes I have a side conversation with Patrick <coughs> where's this all coming from man how, how, how is it all of a sudden you just tapping out we're not just tapping out they decide to jump into me while I'm with you what's gonna happen right my point is we stop them before they can do that they can do that anytime they want they jumped into a president and a captain and a whatever the hell Roberts is and a mob enforcer. They've got guys pre-picked out. How long do they have to go down the list before they pick me? I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty fucking great. So if you call up quits after this mission, what, is that somehow going to stop them? And I go far enough away where I can't be effective to them because I'm in a remote enough area where I can't get anywhere easily. Dude, you're not making any sense. I will if do. they want you, just like you said, they'll take you anyway. So what's the point of going somewhere remote? If they want you, they're going to take you. So you might as well just go out guns blazing. Clearly you didn't understand what I meant by going away. No, what did you mean by going away? I can hit them really hard once. And then I'm not a threat anymore. Patrick, you, you can't. Yeah, Patrick, yeah. you cannot do Kiddo, that. Kiddo, I can. You're in way better hands with them than with me. He said so himself. I, what happens if it doesn't work? What happens if uh, uh, me or, or, or Patrick tries to, to jump into something or somebody, and what if it doesn't work? Do we die? Do I explode? Do I get gibbed into a bunch no, of meat on no, the floor? No, nothing happens. It's just nothing happens. Patrick? Well, again, you don't go anywhere. Patrick, what are you have you, have you tried? Tried what? I don't know. Doing what these weirdos do. Oh sure, I made you one of them pods pod. once. Nothing happened. I touched the magical pillar that he touched. Nothing happened. That's just not the way I'm wired. It's okay. I don't have a problem with it, but I'm not going to let these assholes turn me into a weapon. So let's get you where you're going, and then I plan to depart. And I don't think there's a problem with that. And the next time you see me, I may not be a friend. And we just have to be prepared for that as well. But I'll be damned if I'm going to, well, stab you in the back. Okay. Bruno, you've been doing this pile of stuff a long time. How long? <laughs> How are we counting? Maybe a year? Oh, not as long as I thought then. You've been a pilot longer than I have. I think I've done uh, more jumps than you have at this point, but... Put me three days in a damn submarine. Don't expect me to break down it on. All right. Patrick, I wish I had a better idea, but you're right. I know. I do think a bit clearly. What happens when you sober up? No, no, it's just, it happens when I have time to think. 36 hours in a submarine is a lot of time to think. That's like 10 days, right? 14? 14 days. You're a good man, Patrick. I don't give you enough credit for that. Uh, not to interrupt, but uh, we're getting close to uh, your your map. Says there's an entrance here. I'm 
Killing the lights, running dark, we're gonna drop to the seafloor, canceling active sonar, and going red. Thank you. How about this? As a thought for you, Patrick. What does going red mean? Hmm. Just to think about this. You keep running with us, and if you show signs of being taken over by one of them, then we'll be the ones to take you out. I'm not turning into a zombie, mate. I don't want to be taken out. You know, That's part of it. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not looking to kill myself here, folks. I'm looking to get far away so I can't hurt you by walking among you. I mean, anybody with any kind of appreciable skill is a possible enemy, right? Yeah. Or political power or a lot of money, I would imagine. I just think that if you're... Since they, they know you, if they really want you, they'll find you anyway. That's right. my point. But if I'm right here with you when it happens, all I have to do is be like, hey guys, how's it going? Bang, bang, bang. Wait till you're asleep. I mean, I've already thought of ways to kill every one of you. Assing with you though, mate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so Patrick, so you know, if you do get occupied, you have some control. You can fight it. How much? I don't know. Well, I wish I knew more. But I mean, I, you're not just some normal dude on the street. I mean, you have... Well, first of all, well, you're a hardcore drug addict, so that's going to make it harder for him to latch on to you. I know that much. You'd think so, sure. But I function all right. Well, yeah, you function because you're used to it. And Anybody who jumps into you won't be. It'll be like um, moving into a new house. You're like, where the heck is the damn switches around here? Where's the light switch? Where the, where, where's the fuse box? What? That's what your brain is like, man. Oh. Okay. But that's only mildly insulting. <laughs> the reality of it. It's, a, it's an asset right now, at least. I'm not saying I'm giving up today. I'm saying I don't like submarines. And when we're done with this, I'm done with you. You can come, I suppose. All right, back to the mission at hand. Let's. How close are we, Reese? We're within a half hour of this uh, alleged entrance, but we're not picking up anything on sonar here. Any other kind of signals that I can detect? Oh, well, wait a second. Uh, we've got somebody sending out active sonar from fairly close. We're cutting ours. Don't want to send back any signals. Is it real? Fairly close. Can we ping them? If we do, they'll find us. That's but, a two-way street. Well, but I mean, we can't we can't hide the bounce of their sonar off of us, or can you, Reese? If we go pretty much well, close uh, with the ocean. Monty's floor. piloting, and he's keeping us pretty close to the ocean floor here. So it depends yeah. on how good they are at sonar. We just read as uh, part of the ocean floor, unless uh, comes in different. They can only get so close to the floor. There's a lot of uh, volcanic vents in this section of the yeah. Gulf of California, and rocky outcroppings. It's fairly slow navigating at this point. The speed is drastically cut, moving around all of these big, heavy, solid objects coming out of the ground. Even if they haven't seen us before, we might just look like a whale carcass, mm -hmm. as far as sonar is concerned. Being steam-powered also means that you're not putting out any engine rumblings, either. 
That's right. We're steam. You're right. A steam-powered submarine. Steam, don't ask. Steam marine. Don't ask. Considering the steam comes from alcohol. Again, don't ask. They detect hops in the water. Can they barley? <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Wait. Wait. A, there's a. Here we go. An opening in the rock up ahead. Like a, a lava tube, but a lot bigger. Definitely yes. natural formation. That's our target. That's probably where we're going. Full speed ahead. Gonna hug the floor here, keep us off the sonar. I don't know if that's gonna work. We're gonna be out in the open a bit here. This is a lot like Balaclava I, Bay back in 79. You know, say, I don't like it. I'd say just jam straight in. It's not gonna end the same way, I guarantee that. I should hope not. Because you won't be alive anymore, Monty. Because you are a bystander. You get Patrick. really fatalistic on the seafloor. I've been down here for a really long time. We've all been down here the same amount of time. You don't know my life! Why is Monty wearing a red shirt, by the way? Just wondering. That was not a good fashion choice. <laughs> he looks really fetching in it, unfortunately. Oh, getting to the end of this tube, there's a chamber we're opening into. Here we go. It's going to surface in the subsurfaces. It's in a very large uh, cavern. At uh, one end of the chamber, there's a set of man-made submersible docks. There's a single oh. immense sub parked there. Uh, you actually recognize the sub, Bruno, from your service days. It's the USS Greyback, allegedly destroyed in 1984. That's uh, commissioned in '58. Is it a nuclear sub? It was retrofitted to fire nuclear weapons, but is a diesel-powered sub, built in '58. Hmm. Interesting. Three hundred seventeen feet long, nineteen US foot diesel. draft, twenty-seven foot beam width. Oh, I could blow the shit out of that. There doesn't out. seem to be anyone in this large no, cavern like, way, but there's the, the sub doesn't look like it's in bad repair, and there's a forklift parked on the docks and a set of pretty large cargo-style doors. All right, so what are we thinking? Is this a program operation? It's a program base. Program was running things all over the world until founders came up less than two and a half years ago. Now that we've surfaced, uh, do I pick up any other kind of communication signals of any kind? Wherever you're at seems to be shielded very heavily. Wow. Mm. Strong enough that no signals, uh, say, from above could penetrate either. Lead light? <laughs> Most definitely. We're underground, underwater. Probably got a Faraday cage covering the whole damn thing. Oh, yeah. So are there any... What do I see? Or what do we see? Are there doors? Are there There's vents? that massive are set there... of cargo doors, a couple of submarine doors. docks, and the USS Grayback, a forklift but... parked on the docks. Not a single soul in sight. Well, they got massive bay doors, but I mean, open those are kind of obvious. It's pretty dimly lit with red lights. Work okay, good. Work lights. Lights. Emergency light type things. All right. Are there any less conspicuous doors than those giant bay that doors? Seem to be the only doors in here at all. Vents. Nothing really visible that you can see too much of. All right, Monty. I think we're gonna uh, pull into that. Uh, dock there, let us out, and then just you can just sit right on the floor underneath unless uh, something shows up. I have you a got it, Sergeant. Sub's the only way in or out for the. the you radio uh, me, you need some help. You got it. I can still shoot. Uh, what can you shoot? John, can what, you? What kind of armaments do you have? Well, at his age, most pulls a revolver from his belt. I always carry. Oh, well, I, I thought you were something to Reese. Sorry. 
Uh, John, can you talk to Reese Shortwave? Just send the communications with him from distance while we're under here. Well, it depends. I mean, with all the shielding around here, I think once we go through those doors, I don't know if I can or not. Short range radio will probably still work. We've uh, we've still got Krieger's gun bag with us, do we? Correct. Cool. Is there a uh, is there a suppressor I could grab for the forty five that I shot somebody with earlier? Just because even if it's not going to help us not get detected, we're going to be in small enclosed metal spaces. There isn't a suppressor for that, but there is a, a suppressed uh, MP five in the bag. Is this is this the right size for me? Or are you going to go on point then and? Uh... No, I just take out everyone silently. No, it's with just your special be, forces training. I don't have earplugs right now. They say what? I left them back in the submarine place. Mm-hmm. With, with him, and that's why we carry the spare iPod in my go bag. Thank you. I'm still gonna take this. Though. I'm leaving the big one. Oh, okay. Good plan. First he needs the 50 cal, then he gets the silenced MP5. Do you, do you want it? Yes! Jesus. Oh no, I'm fine. You called dibs. <sighs> you guys done bickering? Huh? Did you need any arrows? When did you become a mob guy? I just want us to get to the bottom of this. We're standing here bickering. They all right then, us. forget about it. All right, all right, all right. Do you have a quiet gun? I got what's in this bag. You realize I'm made of mostly bombs here, right? I, it's definitely me. Good point. You don't need the silencers. All you're going to do is wear out the barrel of the thing. Now, we have plenty more 9mm options if that's the way you want to go with the submachine gun. No, I'm don't just... waste our only good suppressor. Jesus. I put it back. I told you once. I told you a hundred times. I know. I know. This I know. Just like the dead cord thing. I'm, st I'm, st I'm figuring it out just like I was figuring out the dead cord. So is he on timeout now? Is that what this is? No. Can we just get going, guys? All right. I'm going to take the suppressor. Fine. I won't. I won't use it unless we need it. As I explained, it's a pretty large cavern-like chamber, submarine berth, and it forklift, like a cargo crane setup, where they're designed to lift things out of submarines that came in. Everything still seems to be in pretty good repair. You know, greased, lubricated, as though it's functional. But not a single person is in sight. Interesting. Uh, cameras around. Give me notice checks. Beat it by three? Beat it by five. Beat it by six. Beat it by nine. Ooh. Patrick, you are the only person that notices the camera mounted up in the left corner of the cavern, and then that leads you to the one in the right corner. They're built into the rock of the cavern, mm -hmm. sealed very Impressive. well. Are they, uh, do I recognize the camera once he's... Once That's he's better than 1984 out? technology, I assume. Way better than 1984 technology. Really high-tech. Mm-hmm. Should we wave? What is it? Uh, we got cameras here. They're in the rock. Basically button cams, so they're pretty new. Cool. I can so piggyback off that. Trace them back to where they originally are feeding to. 
And I can find passion to see what they see. Great. Yeah. That's good. If you can get on that network, you can they, I was gonna say, do a they, loop right before we have they wired the or wireless. Like, can you actually hack into this? Give me a computer's roll if you'd like to try. You buy six. You buy six. You find your way into the network fairly quickly. It's a really advanced network. And just as you're about to you know, reach your hands out into it, as it were, metaphorically, Tom comes online. Stone, I have detected malware being downloaded into your systems. I request that you immediately disengage from this server. I disengage. Tom, are you able to firewall off the part of my system that it would I have be contained the malware. This is very advanced, Mr. Stone. It would have to be. Any idea who wrote it? Is there a certain signature with the, the program? The programming matches the programming already inherent in your systems. We can hear his side of the conversation, right? This place is made by the people that made me. So we're talking super, super advanced. Yeah? Yeah. What did they do? What, what's, what's happening? What did you see when you go into camera? They tried to download a virus into me. And the signature... Well, you mean they tried to upload a virus into you. Fair enough. And the signature of that program is, is exactly the same as the kind of programming that runs my system, which is why they almost succeeded in it. Which means that whoever made me made this place, which means we're in some deep, deep shit. Or at least made the camera system. Can I sum up. inspect some of your newer tech? I have a thought. Just it's, it's, arm, anything, whatever. Because I, I was able to get into those weird Stargate things that they were trying to build. So maybe we can try and tell if there's some sort of engineering principles that might be carried so we could know if your upgrades and this place are all being made by the same people as, you know, our would-be invaders. I can send you a partial schematic. I can send you a sample of my it, coding. You know, as small as you like, whatever you're comfortable with. I'm just curious. Fair enough. Give me a boop. Give me a computer space check, man. Absolutely. How about computers? Turn around. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so I'm going to beat that by 10. That is a critical success. It is not a match for those, uh, as you call them, Stargates technology. They're very similar and also on the similar principles, but not a match at all. This is just made off the tech that Jeb stole from 742 previously. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll parrot that. Yeah, it's, um, it's similar. It looks like there's some stuff in common, but it's not exactly the same. Hmm. So the moral of the story is proceed with caution, guys. This, is, this could get really... Hey, so this really could fast. this could be program technology then just program technology from the last three years. Could be. It could be program technology from the last twenty if they're the ones that made the metapods. I've eliminated the malware, Mr. Stone. Thank you, Tom. Eliminated it? Well, scrubbed it. We, we hear his side of the conversation, not Tom. Not Tom. So here we just hear. Oh, so never mind. I, don't get, I didn't get to hear that. That's too bad. Hmm. All right. What, what did the virus look like that they sent you? Like a paramecium, except with like <laughs> zeros and ones.
The malware coding matched good. Mr. Stone's malware coding. All the programming was the same. It's inherent in Mr. Stone already. I didn't hear any of that, so... I endorse your conclusion, Mr. Stone, that this location was manufactured by the same individuals that manufactured yourself. Yeah. And in that essence, I believe it is the same individuals that manufactured Tom, who created me. We're pretty much in the lion's den, guys. These are the guys that made Tom. These are the guys that retrofitted me. They're probably behind a lot of stuff going on here. Um, so we can't hack the uh, cameras? I wouldn't try it again. Especially not um, without knowing what that virus was, since they're using paramecium to go to digital what's, thing. What's the uh, most accurate, uh, do we have like a um, sniper rifle or anything that's a... That 50 caliber rifle that was in the 50 bag. cal. Um, so I'm going to take the 50 cal. Wait I'm carrying the 50 um, cal. Go ahead. Take okay, it. Wait a second. Now I've got no guns. Hold on. We'll give it back to you in a second. I just want to take out the cameras. Tom. Yes, Mr. Tom. Paramecium. All right, germ theory. So, you've got a sample of the code that they use to create viruses. Now, can you give me, kind of um, create code to counteract that so that I can become immune to that virus? That was awesome. You came up with that idea four minutes after I did. It will take time, but I can begin working on that problem immediately. Very good. Uh, how much time do you figure? Calculating. Six hours, seven minutes. That's too much. If we got a help from somebody, maybe you can cut it down to two. Sorry, I don't speak paramecium. We could, uh... Why are you so hurt, Patrick? Because I'm an ass. I'm literally one of the best computer guys in the world. And I'm surrounded by two other great computer guys. And I just said, Except if I had some help, maybe we could cut it down to... You didn't give me a straight answer the only time I asked you one. Wow, Patrick's sensitive. Being in that submarine has really messed you up. I apologize, He's Patrick. He's having I'm... a rough time right now. Yeah, right. yeah, I get it, I get it. Look, if we get together, we can, I can share samples of the code, and then together we could try to figure out something. In the interim, of course, we still have to proceed what we're doing. Here, uh, I'll, uh, I'll take the portable hard drive we've got in the go bag, take all of the important files off of the laptop that we've been keeping with us, and then I will factory reset it so we can use that as sort of a testing ground. Fair enough. And so, Tom, if you we'll work with back. them to kind of split... Um, that sounded impressive. I don't know what you mean, but these are all real words that mean real things. Well, yeah. I believe you. So we use a grid computing model where I, Tom does part of it. I can use my internals to do part of it. You can do part of it. You can do part of it. That'll I think speed it up. We don't want too many cooks in the kitchen. You guys handle it. Hey, yeah. uh, Monty, you got a deck of cards? Gotta get used to doing this stuff without me. Absolutely. Bruno sits down, <laughs> starts playing cards with Monty. <laughs> Give me a computers-based check if you want to attempt to uh, assist Tom with uh, creating a... I would love to I'll call that. it a vaccine for this virus. Hell yeah. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna hold on to that. Right. And then I can use that over the other submarine. All right, so that... If I use my plus six, I can make that a success by 15. So I'm gonna do that because this could go wrong, and I would like very much if it doesn't. All right. Hey, anything alive on the big submarine, John Stone? Alive on the submarine? USS Greenback, there are no life forms on board currently besides uh, microscopic. Uh, well, fun with your computer nope. virus, there's no uh, people there. 
there, you know. We're having a great time. I'm on the hunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> With your assistance, you've cut the time down to three hours and three minutes. Can we cut down any more, Tom? That is beyond my capabilities. Alright, fair enough. Playing solitaire till dawn with a deck of It's a USS Greyback, is a you know has diesel submarine. It's loaded with gear like some that's prepared to be able to go. None of it's perishable, so you know, canned goods, fully fuel tanks, batteries are full. Is there anything explosive? There are warheads on board, torpedoes. Uh, they've taken out the nuclear warheads. So okay. there's no that's fine. There's no nuclear cruise missiles on board, but there are torpedoes on board. Well, I'll grab some choice parts from those. What I'd give to keep Ha! Rummy! Damn. Got me again, Hamilton. You got you guys should let Reese play. Reese doesn't have hands. He's Come rummy enough. The he can have hands. Not real hands. He can project hands like No, no, he Oh, did you miss? He can turn into like a fifteen well, foot tall dude. Well we're not gonna have him transform. We're inside of him. Like how would that You can come up onto the docks. We've and already... the cameras can see us. Uh, to be fair, the cameras have been watching me dance around this submarine for the last oh say hour. Mm-hmm. It's not like they don't know we're here if they're looking at the cameras. Yeah, either they don't know or they don't care. They haven't done anything yet. You think they would have oh. come and stopped me when they saw me pull the warhead out of the manhole? Or is it a porthole? No, whatever it is. A man went through it. Is it I on drank the... some port. Is it on the top or the side? Never mind. I may have poured, pulled a warhead off of a torpedo. It's good to have. They weren't using it. Okay. Well, I guess we... I'm not worried about the cameras anymore. Can we wrap that in somebody's jacket to help... Uh, assuage any blunt impact trauma. <laughs> well, should I was we... gonna have you wear as a hat? It's if they already know we're here, then why not you and clearly I? Clearly, I don't know how to safely contain explosives anymore. Hey, Patrick. What? If they already know we're here, why don't you and I head on down and start checking the place out while these guys finish their computer hacking? Well, that's all I was waiting for someone to say. I was playing cards. I didn't realize you'd left the sub and gone exploring. They have the worst guns in that armory. Nothing that'll even penetrate the hull of that stupid thing. Idiots! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Are you waiting the three hours and three minutes, then? You're an hour so. and a half in by this point. They're, yeah, they're hacking, yeah. so we're, All right, we're going. We're marching we're on. Up Patrick and I are right, three in. hours and three minutes later, the well, no, no, vaccine. Patrick and I are heading in. We're oh, we're heading in? Yeah. All right, so an hour and a half in. While they're typing, while they're computering. Big old cargo doors. Okay. Seems to be a data pad on the side, like a little key code to enter. Okay. Any uh, any uh, man doors nearby? It's just just that big set of doors, cargo doors. Like, so whatever they offload from things could be taken immediately inside. Okay. But they, the dumb bastards put a keypad on it. Oh, yeah. These are kind of my thing. That's your, it's all you. Give me a computer's roll, and uh, remember to use your two out of three ain't bad rule mm-hmm. on your sheet. And I still have another moment of clarity. I'm going to use it. Using the moment of clarity. And I just moving on. Here we go. That was a six. Or. Or an eight. Think you'll take the six? I will take the six because that makes me beat it by 12. 
You immediately open these cargo doors, hydraulics, and they swing open. As they swing open, machine gun fire immediately erupts, spraying the opening of the doors. You recognize it as 50 caliber. Love it. Let's take some initiative, guys. Have fun, you two. Yeah. Uh, no, it's us. We hear it, obviously. We're not going to just... Yep, going to include you in that because oh, right. you are not, not going to hear a 50 caliber weapon unload underground. It is really loud. You know, I can hear the strike a match. Oh, nice. That's Except you probably true. have a much higher initiative bonus than I do. Uh, six. What do we got, guys? It's different than playing with crack. Nine. Nine <laughs> for Mac. That landing reflexes makes for a... Anyone else? Uh, 21. 21 for Bruno. Somehow I got a negative number. That's a 19. 19 oh, for Patrick. Uh, it's the 12. Ah, uh, it's yeah. And John? Two twelves. Right. Both together, add the initiative modifier you have. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen for John. All right, Bruno, you're first with a 21. Uh, what do I observe as the machine gun fire erupts? It looks like they have uh, erected a barricade at the top of a ramp about 30 meters up here. Still the same width as the doors. And on that barricade, there is uh, an emplaced 50 caliber weapon that somebody has bolted to the floor. There are eight total armed people behind the barricade. Three of them are operating the fully automatic 50 caliber weapon. And five more are armed with assault rifles and looking like they're about to open fire as well. All right. Um, so Bruno is going to uh, take, a, take a first shot at the uh, 50 caliber, um, targeting uh, whoever's actually directly operating it behind it. All right. They've got pretty substantial cover, and there are plates mounted to the side of that 50 caliber, making it a quite the difficult shot. Yeah, so I've got that 50 caliber sniper <laughs> rifle on me right now, so I'm going to be taking a shot with that, and then immediately leaping off to the right, going into a roll, and rolling behind the side of the door so that I have cover right afterwards. But I'm going to take that first shot. Um, and uh, so that's going to be D10s. Mm-hmm. D10s. Um, and let's see, we're going to use my plus eight um, bonus. Ooh, plus eight used. So that means um, my shooting is beat up by, I can do math, beat it by 13. That is a critical success. Jinkies. He has a substantial amount of cover, but that critical success absolutely beats that additional cover bonus to his dodge. And you shoot the gentleman manning the 50 caliber and firing it, not the other two crew members, right in the head. Perfect. And despite the fact he is wearing body armor, that 50 caliber rifle tears right through that body armor and out the other side of his head. It is, however, deafeningly loud right next to you as you fire it. Right. And I'll take an action in your roll for your getting behind cover afterwards. Uh, beat that by 10. Also, a critical success. You roll to the side. This does, however, leave no one out in the open for them to open fire at. Well, I'm still pretty in the open, but... You uh, had to work the data pad to open it. That was oh, so the right side. side. Right. So they don't have any targets. Um, being as they are next, they are going to hold their action to open fire, except for one of the crew is going to shift into place to man the 50 caliber weapon. The others are holding their actions to open fire. <clears throat> so is it Patrick, 19, you're next. Oh. So, well, I see, I did this job once where we were going after a particular insurgent, and it was a, it, we, were, we were down to one building, but 
we were low on ammo, so uh, we used uh, the, the old Claymore Roomba, if you remember. <coughs> this is where you attach a Claymore to a Roomba, and it just, once it's pointed the right direction, it's a chaos causer, really. And I'm, in this case, I'm, I'm taking that, uh, the idea behind that, uh, and, and really doing what I can, because I mean, you can't really carry a torpedo warhead around with you, you know, like under your arm or even in your bag. So what I've done is I've just put it on some basic casters. And, 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 and drawn a nice big smiley face on it. Is it on a dolly or did you weld it to the warhead? You think I welded something to a warhead? Boy! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's basically on one of those, uh, you know, those, those little uh, rolly dollies, you know. Yeah. Just a, a flat, <laughs> and it spins real good. Oh yeah. And what I'm doing is I'm just bringing it around the corner and roll, and just giving it a nice, like, like it's a, like it's a shuffleboard. <laughs> and then when it gets close enough, well, then I'll hit the detonator on it after I. Can I get an athletics and a demolitions from it? Yes, you can. Athletics is a six. That is good enough to shove it Which up means the I beat it by eight. That's pretty good. Yeah. Rolls up the ramp. Uh, that'll be, that'll make my demolitions. But. You do have the option to have a reroll in there, or you could use both meta surges or a single meta surge, as you see. I'm gonna use what is uh, what is once you pop do. You have the uh, items on hand to create uh, an improvised explosive. That's what I'm using for to make this into a ah excellent. Into the right type Patrick of bomb. Buff is used. Uh, Patrick Buff is being used to make this bad boy, and uh, I'll use uh, a couple of meta surges to make All it. All right, meta surges used one and two mm -hmm. to meet that result by four. You detonate a warhead at the top of this ramp. Now, this is usually designed to punch holes in the sides of other submarines. I'm closing the door first so we don't catch the straight-up blast from it. For sure. The explosion goes. is still, nonetheless, horribly detonating. You don't really see the result so much as the doors try to close, but bow outwards significantly, cool. leaving a more-than-man-sized opening between the two of them. See, and that's just the stuff they leave lying around. Good thing you have that silencer, though, huh? Hey, you never know. Couldn't you just rip these doors open? You probably could, couldn't you? Way to end a fight in a single round. We're cheering them on could. and coding at the same time. Yeah! <laughs> no, we, we came up to them, but uh, we just didn't have the initiative oh, to get there in this time. this is based mostly just on video footage, plus everything the program and the founders had on you. Plus everything that was available at the Planet Metaverse facility. Plus everything from the report on John Bridge. That was uh, going back all the way to Vietnam. That's a lot of data. Okay, so that was just those Total those guys. And they're done. That's their oh. toast. Yes, indeed. There's not even enough to have a closed casket funeral. They've already gone through cremation. Fantastic. Well, now I mean, that we're I here. I assume all the ammo probably went up too, so. Like, <clears throat> they already went through cremation. Yeah. Um, so do I hear. Fortunately, these guys are inside there. Anybody so. else incoming? Like any claxons uh, going off somewhere? You, you definitely hear alarms going off. Yeah, there's all kinds of alarms going off. 
All right, well, let's not you be shy, boys. Let's uh... fire alarms. It's Ooh. it's loud. I imagine we can't so go probably through. Probably sprinklers in the, <laughs> the entryway there. Yeah, you can hear sprinklers going off. Right. Yep. But I imagine we can't go through here anymore. Oh yeah. The is ramp there is still one? there. Well, the door is open again. Now the door is blown mostly open. How's that fifty cal doing? There isn't a fifty cal at the I top of the ramp. So. There isn't a barricade. There are the... people. What did, what do we see? Uh, mostly blown out sections of wall where the wall is blown away. There is natural cavern. Whoever built this built it into a pre-existing natural cavern. Okay, but so are there any other ways to circumvent the You have to get to the top of the ramp to see anything, but the ramp's still like physically there. It's not entirely collapsed. There are large sections that are completely collapsed, but you could still make your way up the ramp. Nobody's moving any cargo up and down at any time soon, though. Sure, oh, sure. Yeah. Walking is not a problem. Oh, Let's go. Let us go. Check stuff you out. Your, uh, fancy are they, kid are you guys so dropping the computers Tom, after you hear all the explosions? Tom is still uh, processing. So oh, okay, Tom's process working on it. Cool. You Approximately know. one hour remaining. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll just walk behind with the laptop open. Oh, you don't need yeah, to basically do anything at no, this okay. point. It's just processing. Okay, right I've set it up. Yep, it is processing. Down. All right, fantastic. Uh, let's uh, go down and check out the rest of this. At the top of the ramp is what remains of a staging area. There's the destroyed remains of some forklifts, the destroyed remains of crates of supplies. There are three other metal doors off of this room, a large central set, and then to each side. The ones on each side aren't really there anymore. They're kind of half hanging on hinges. The one to the right looks like a, a maintenance area. You can see toolboxes and the like set up in there. The one to the left is a hallway that bends around. But the doors in the front are still very solidly present. Hmm. Heavy blast looking doors, and it looks to you like someone welded them shut. Well, welded shut. the door shut. Is very recently. Other, oh, like because of us. Like okay. very recently. Like, like is it within like the hours? Within the like hours. The are still okay. hot. So when we got here, they did. Um, is there something I can grip? Like, are there hinges or door handles that I can? They kind of slid down? together, but you could probably grab some of the rough edges from where it was welded together in a hurry. The um, other side of the door. Do let's I just get in there and, and then, of course, door to the right and left. Tear it open. Well, hold on, just a moment. All right. Uh, can I detect heartbeats b behind it? Lead lines. People. There's a lead lining and electromagnetic interference. Can I hear anything on the other side of the door? I don't know what that was, but I heard something. Okay. Ah. Oh, thanks. For, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the follow. Thank follow. you. Love to have you. You uh, can't hear too much over the horrible sounds of the sprinklers and fire alarms and other alarms going off. It's difficult to tell if there's anything on the other side. If there is something going on, on the other side, they're being quiet. Okay. Bruno. You can hear Just off to your left noises, though. From that blown open door on the left, that the, the curb's out of sight. There's definitely some kind of noise coming through there. Hard oh, there's a different, a different hallway? Right. Looks like maintenance you can see on the left. Hallway curves out of sight and front with the two doors sealed together. I mean, this is obviously where they're mm -hmm. trying to keep us out of. But you can Should definitely we... hear noises coming from the left. Should we barricade that cover door me. before we go? Yeah, it's it's blown me. open on the left. Oh, right, 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 right. Of there's no, nothing left to barricade it with. But yeah, you think you hear voices coming from that one. Cover me, John. Yeah. Go and just tear open the doors. All right, give me a athletics-based test to force open these doors. Uh, beat it by nine. That is enough. You slowly start ripping these doors open. When you get about six inches wow. apart, you can see another little hastily erected barricade, and they open fire on you immediately while you're holding those doors. Oh, buddy. 
the ones you can see here, there are uh, eight more of these guards. Six of them aren't in like the body armor at all. They're kind of in like coveralls with grease stains on them. And they don't look like they're as uh, adept at using the assault rifles that they're using. But the two gentlemen in body armor are carrying saws and they open fire upon you as well. What is your dodge bonus, Bruno? Uh, plus six. All right. <laughs> The uh, six men with assault rifles don't manage to land a hit as they are not particularly talented, but both guardsmen with saws hit you with a hail of fire and you will take 40 damage from both sources. So 40 and then 40, two separate okay. ones. Bullets rip into your flesh. And then I will take initiative rolls from everyone. That's not even a bad day from Bruno Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, now we're talking. 23. 23 oh. for Patrick? Okay. I rolled really good that time. Eight for core. Eight for Mac. Not even worse. 17 oh. for Bruno. 17, Bruno. John? Uh, 14. 14. Mm -hmm. All right. Patrick, start us out. Bruno has the doors about six inches apart. Pull them open a little ways. Oh. Let's get some flashbangs in there. Man, you take the flashbang. Give me a demolitions roll. And uh, Bruno will, after the flashbangs go in, Bruno just lets the doors close again. That's uh, a 10, so I beat it by 8. All right. Gonna make some quick rolls back here. Blinded by the light. The flashbangs go off, and the doors kind of partially slide shut, but you're forcing them open. They, they stay open about 4 inches. A couple of them were able to dive for cover, but several of them are rolling on the ground, clutching their ears. Nose bleeds happening. And uh, taking that opportunity as I am rushing into the room through that, you know, small opening that's left, being the skinny bastard that I am. Oh. And, uh, taking, and taking cover literally right on the other side of a barricade from one of the other guys. All right. Patrick <laughs> rushes through, takes cover. Bruno, you are next. Um, all right, so after kind of swinging out of the way, yeah, open the doors, swings out of the way like this to let Patrick throw those flashbangs in. I got a three in my stealth roll. Um, he's going to swing his foot over, draw his pistol out, plant his foot on the other side of the door so that he just kind of pushes the doors open further and um, takes aim on whoever looks the most uh, conscious and alert. Okay. And uh, take um, two shots at the two guys that are the most. Uh, All right, give me uh, an action hero roll followed by two shooting tests. Uh, action hero beat that by nine. Um, and then shooting by eight. And by seven. All right, you force open this door. Kind of perfect timing with Patrick sliding through. And shoot two of the gentlemen that look like they were able to take cover and close off their eyes and ears before that annoyingly loud sound went off. One of them is in body armor and maintains his footing, though he definitely is injured. The second one was one of the guys in the maintenance coveralls, and the shot took him in the dead center mass, and he went right down like a sack of potatoes. Mm, John Stone. <clears throat> Very well. Um, so who's, how many of them are left that are still a problem? Oh, well, the ones that are stunned are still going to be a problem. They just aren't currently. There is one other gentleman who was shot, one who has not been shot, who seems to have yeah. uh, I took away their affected. dodge bonuses for the round. 
You have two that probably still have those dodge bonuses. One of them has been shot already. The, 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 what is the floor made out of? Uh, that kind of mix of steel, lead, and some other composite material that is really reminiscent of the material that you're made of. And you are Um... (laughs) So are they are they many fifty cal? Is that what they were doing? No, these guys don't have a fifty cal. Oh, they're at just all. In, out in the open. Yeah, the, the guys with maintenance gear had uh, AR-15s, and the two guys in body armor had uh, saws and two four nines. Hmm. 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 All of them are uh, five five six caliber and incapable of penetrating your armor. So you're bulletproof. Right. Right. To them. The 50 caliber was a threat. These weapons, not particularly. I mean, maybe if they got really lucky. What are you doing right now? Are you still st- wedged in the doors? Or He's you- forced them open a bit with uh, one leg yeah, and one so hand. So I got one leg shoved up against the right hand door. So kind of... Oh, we didn't lose anything though. I guess the table back there. Keep doing your thing. Um, so he's just one leg's out like this, the other's like this, and shooting here with the doors. So he's up in the air. She could go right underneath him because he's like, you know, five or feet over. Up the door. How far down are those guys? Jean Claude about Grandpa. Ten meters. They're pretty close. <laughs> Basically. Ten meters. Yeah. So that's like what, fifty feet? Thirty like feet. Okay. Cool. So um <laughs> I uh jump over Bruno to the other side. All right. And no, go under. He's like five feet up in the air. Either or for John. I guess I guess the doors are, are they're pretty decently yeah, sized. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I grab Bruno. Okay. And I hammer toss him. I like swing him and throw him uh, at the guys down there. Did you just fast fall <laughs> special, Bruno yes, Hamilton? All right, I'll take. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm two athletics rolls. Will from you pass that down to my man right there. Thank two athletics so rolls from you. Wait, I don't have to do math. Okay, that would beat that one by three. By three, and keep in mind you have your floating bonuses to use if you need to or want to. Okay, and I beat that one by 12. Um, so do I need to do the, the three over again? You'll want to beat the one by three or re-roll that. Also, isn't Bruno All like right, six so I beat it by seven. <laughs> beat it by seven? Like All right. Just... It's only like six four, man. Yeah, he's, he's six four. He's, yeah, barely, I, he's barely too fitting. <laughs> yeah. However, John Stone is much stronger than a normal man. Yeah. And grabs hold of Bruno, unless you are no, attempting to dodge this, in which case he does not. I'm assuming I understand what he's doing. Like, it, it, I, I leave try, it up I to you. I trust him more than anybody in this room, so. All right, and you are thrown <laughs> so, through the so not fair. ballistically, impacting. I, you, you're growing on. Impacting both the gentleman you shot and the one next to them. Knocking them down behind the barricade. And you, you hit them at about 45, maybe 50 miles an hour. John Stone has a hell of an arm. <laughs> so I'm just going Superman style, like fists out, like right into them. And well, that's going to do 10 damage physically to you on impact. I was actually trying to throw him so that he went like laterally like this way. Because I grabbed him and I spun him around and threw him. And I was hoping yeah. to go foo, 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 boom and just kind of... Well, you got a critical success on that throw, so he hit however you decided he did. So you're how tall again? Six, six four. four. Okay, and so you're and you're, you're also spinning, <laughs> so you're gonna hit like three dudes at least, I would imagine. 
That's what I would think. Oh, there's two that are standing. <laughs> I'm saying three. <laughs> the two gentlemen that are standing and unstunned, you can definitely hit. The other ones are, you know, prone no, and rolling, rolling on the ground, holding their ears from the flashback. All right, so he lands on them. Oh, more than lands on them. He hits them at okay, about great. 45 miles an hour. Fantastic. All right. Ouch. And you're pretty sure the, the one that you shot already has several broken, broken bones from the impact. I know, my bones! The other... <laughs> Merc, yeah. Bruno takes, takes the mild condition dizzy. The other uh, takes the impact pretty well. It does knock the M249 out of his hand, so at close range he pulls his sidearm from his side and fires at you twice. <laughs> Are you going to catch the bullets in your teeth, Bruno? Please do. Uh, your quick reflexes allow you to dodge the first one, but the second one hits um, you for another 30 damage. I have a question. Shoot. So me doing that with with him, uh, was that one action or two? Two for the, the two athletics rolls. You have okay. to do grab and throw. The grab, line up, and throw. Okay. A little bit harder to throw him than, say, throw a knife for another readily handling object. Him being, <laughs> yeah. you know, 6'4", 250 is an issue. It's it's cop boxer, not cop puncher. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, Mac. Well, uh, looking at my sheet, it says right here that there's no way I can live up to that last turn. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we keep smoke grenades in the go bag? You bet we do. Goddamn right. We keep anything that says the word grenade in it. We keep. It's true. Uh, I'm just gonna glitter. We got it. Reach down, get the go bag. Uh, take a smoke grenade, and the open door that we heard the noise coming from initially, yes. I'm gonna put a smoke grenade in it just so that we don't get shot from the dark hallway. Good, solid planning on your part. Give me a demolitions roll, Mac. I will, for you. Anything for you, James. Uh, let's see, that is gonna be... Failure by one. Failure by one. It's, it's a little short, bounces off the door frame and rolls back into the Do you have a room. laser focus available? No, you do not. No, so. I, I got nothing. Uh, that's all right. But bounces off the road. The room that you are all, that you are standing in at this point is now beginning to fill with smoke. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> Oops. We're going to go back to the top with Patrick on this one. Ah, oh, Patrick. <laughs> uh, so the guy who's behind the cover. Yes. He's been shot a couple times now. Uh, well, the one that was shot has broken bones and doesn't seem to be very responsive. There's only one that's still seemingly to do any, able to do anything. He's the one that shot Bruno. Okay, well, as soon as, he, like, as he's reaching over to shoot Bruno, I guess I'm going to wait, obviously, until he's done shooting because I don't want to disturb him while he's in the middle of his action. Uh, but I'm just going to, since I'm just kind of like taking cover behind that barricade, I'm just going to reach up and grab his gun and shoot him with it. <laughs> Like, is he, he's using a assault rifle? Oh, he had to draw a pistol, D.I. Okay, 249 was knocked out of his hand. It's like, okay, so I'm just going to, like, reach up and, like, flip it backwards and shoot him with it. I won't even I won't even grab the gun. I'm just going to grab his wrist and, like, pull it backwards and give him uh, a little... Give I'll let you do either a fighting athletics or shooting, your choice of test. Uh, I'll take the athletics because it's slightly better than my fighting. All oh, right. Only slightly. But I rolled a four, so I don't care. If that's a critical <laughs> success, you twist it right around and dislodge the, uh, or discharge the weapon right underneath his chin, going underneath the faceplate of the helmet and creating quite the mess. Alrighty. And now I have a gun, too. Yes, now you have a gun, too. That was a uh, one. Uh, you have more than one attack, or just the one? Nope, just the one. Alright, we will move on next, then. To Bruno. I don't want to take a multi-action penalty. Uh, the remaining 
uh, adversaries are all currently still stunned from the uh, flashbang, but they will be recovering this round. Um, you are, however, right among them, all rolling on the ground, clutching their ears and bleeding out from their noses. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty beat up. Um, Bruno's going to pick himself up, having been thrown into guys and then gotten shot. Um, how many of them are there? Uh, let's see. Well, there are five on the ground that are still going to be active when they recover. Okay. So I'm going to grab the two closest by the scruff of their necks and then flip over onto my back and throw them headfirst into the heads of the next two so that I can hopefully concuss all four of them and not form them <laughs> in one shot. Give me an action hero check and a fighting check. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a very iconic last move. Bad roll on my action hero, so I only beat it by four. Um, and, four uh, five. Yep. Oh, and fighting I only beat by one. You do have that floating plus two, minus two still. And um, the plus eight still. No, I used the plus oh, eight. Oh, no. Still eight. have the yeah. plus two, minus two. Um, uh, yeah, so that will do that to get it, to beat it by three then. You still um, have one more action hero left, too. You do have the action hero plus. Oh, let's, you can take let's it for do a the action hero for a reroll first. Take it for a reroll. All one. right. Much better. Beat that one by 11. Okay, so you have a critical <laughs> success on that one. You just perfectly lined up. You slam head to head, and four of these maintenance gentlemen are now unconscious, leaving only one who manages to recover from the effects of the flashbang. Does not have a sidearm, scrambles across the ground, grabbing one of the ARs, and turns and fires hastily at you, but does not beat your dodge bonus, as he is not an adept shot, he is a maintenance worker. That leaves us next to John Stone. Very well, so I go to that guy. He is our only active shooter. Yes. I go to that guy, I just grab his gun out of his hand, and I'm gonna intimidate him. To find out if he has any kind of info. All right, give me uh, an athletics check followed by an intimidate check. You do the thing where you bend his gun in half. Maybe. I mean, it's totally awesome if you do. It is. Uh, awesome. wait, athletics and intimidate. Yep, athletics followed by an intimidate. <clears throat> okay, beat the athletics by ten. You take the gun easily out of his hands. He might as well not have been holding on to it. Intimidation, I beat by six. All right. Oh, this gate key. <laughs> you have five seconds to be useful. Well, what do I need to do? I'll call the mate squad. Impress me. <laughs> I'm on. Oh, I, I give up. I don't know anything. I, I, just, I just work here. Yeah? I live here. I, uh, Who's in charge? Uh, the, uh, the, the, the lab guy, the doc. The doc, who's the doc? He points behind him sort of with his thumb as he's talking to you. There's only one other uh, doorway off of this room. They're not quite as large as the cargo doors were, but again, another set of double doors on the far side of this room. Is there anything in that room waiting to kill us? Well, I, I, I don't think the doc carries a gun. So he's there by himself? Yeah, we're not allowed in the lab. Who does number two work for? Patrick. I don't know number two. I don't know, man. Don't kill me. It's from Boston. I know. Hey, boys. Shut up. Uh, good job. Thank good you. Good job. <coughs> um, is there a... Do you have anything on you that's useful? A key? An access card? We, codes? We, we followed uh, standard operating procedures. We welded the door shut. There's not a key. 
the, the, the doors are welded shut. Oh. Literally, oh. any of us could fix that. We can all fix it. Would you? But they're just welded shut. Patrick. Dead cord and thermite. Come on, let's go. All right. You know so, what it is. This last guy, uh, I just headbutt him. Knock he him collapses. Out. Okay. You don't even have to headbutt him full force. It's yeah. a tap for you. Um, I assume one of these guys has like a knife of some kind. Oh, yeah. Knife or, okay. I'm going to grab one and start picking bullets out of my flesh. That's so nasty. I'm not going to look at it while I rig these. The explosions. wounds on him are slowly closing up as he's plucking the bullets out. It's slow, but you can watch it happen. I don't know if I am horrified or always, possibly intrigued. Give me a demolitions roll, and uh, you can do an assist. Or Who's doing the primary and who's doing the assisting? What seems appropriate? We just went over debt cord. You can do this. Can do it. All you right, so you'll do the assist. I'll do the assist. Oh. All right. Plus. Oh, I roll so bad, though. Oh. It doesn't matter. Not me. We got the, uh, ooh, let's see. That's a failure by bolt three. Failure by three? Yes. What's your uh, success by over there? Oh, I beat it by six. Beat it by six, so it makes only a failure by one. Great. Uh, give me a notice check at a plus four bonus, Patrick. It did it. I rolled a ten, so that's a six. His wiring is wrong. Nope. I will uh, go fix it before Can he sets it up. Can we just stick with like the the radio detonators? I, get the, I don't. I don't get the cord. I don't like it. It's a weird texture. I know. It's waxy. <laughs> oh, by fourteen. <laughs> yeah, you pick up another lesson on debt cord. You, you had it wired backwards. It's happened a lot. You, you do have a problem. That's the that point occasion. when the plunger explodes, right? But Patrick is able to fix it. You wire up the thermite and detonate it, which uh, thermite is a burning charge. It's a cutting charge, That's not an explosive charge. Right, so yeah. sort of the dead cord, the the cord is just to activate the thermite. And it leaves yeah. a nice little gap where it was welded shut. So nice. You can kind of see a lab in there behind it. Not a lot you can make out with a one-inch gap and the smoke coming off of the thermite. The parts on the floor burn through the floor of that lovely material and show natural cavern underneath wow. that flooring. Well, we got a hole. If only we had someone superhumanly strong to just pry the door open with this here crowbar. Anyone? Either of you? Maybe I mean, get the last one. Exactly. Use right. the crowbar. Give me an athletics test, Bruno. <sighs> Beat it by 15. <laughs> I kind of just throw it open with the crowbar. It doesn't really take a lot of effort. There's a, 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 a very much a high-tech lab beyond it. All kinds of machines and equipment hooked up. It gives you a serious sense of deja vu, John, looking at this stuff. There's, you swear you've seen it before. Yeah, that piece over there looks like your butt. There's a single person here. He's gray-haired, leaning on a cane, and his back's to you, and he's like over a microscope looking at something at the time. And he slowly looks up from it and turns around. Oh, oh hello there. I, I suppose that's it then, huh? Well, it was a good run. I, oh dear, Mr. Stone? Dead? Sergeant Hamilton? This is a surprise. Does he look familiar? He looks strikingly familiar, but old. I and mean, you, you haven't seen this guy since the 70s. Uh, since Vietnam, Dr. Simon Lane. Tom, you, Jackson told you he died in Vietnam. Well, I suppose it's, uh, Welcome home for you, John. 
Oh my god! This is the hospital you were born at! You said Jackson Lane? That was the name? Dr. Simon Lane. Simon Lane. Lane. Tom, give me everything you got on this guy. You get a quick dossier. Dr. Simon Lane worked with the Central Intelligence Agency during Vietnam, attached to a special unit, which included Nick Krieger, Krieger Bruno, Bruno Hamilton, Jeb Lexington, and Colonel Jackson. Holy crap, this guy worked with... He's one of the OGs. He's one of the guys in the picture. So, well, well, well. From the famous Allegedly dead since 76. This is big. Yes. I'm figuring it out. The Jackson boy had this picture. Oh. That uh, all of these blokes were in. Like all of the big bads from the whole series. Doctor, what is this place? That's the lab we created you in, John, and uh, a variety of other things. Gross. Oh, so oh, the man, the 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 German man with the throwing things around with his brain. Oh, oh, yeah. The Nick. Yeah, yes, that uh, the Heinrich fellow. Yeah, I I I made him too. Made him. Oh, 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 this is a freaking revelation. What do you mean, made? Oh, he was a clump. And what am I? You are perfection, John Stone. Just say he's a robot. Oh, that's just Shut up, Patrick. Don't call him a robot. He will not like that. For what purpose? And what else have you made around here? Oh, a great variety of things, all under uh, the general's orders, of course. Well, the, the general, the director, as I refer to it. So. The director? For the, the director of the program. And the when general. When was the last time you heard from him? When he took John. Hmm. How recently was All that? All right. Obviously, we're here looking months? for answers. Uh, about nine months ago, ten months ago. Backstory. What's going on here? What is this lab about? What is this whole base about? This is... Uh, Director Jackson's pet project. And the only base we were able to keep isolated from Heinrich when he seized control of the program. Seized control of the program? Would that be about, uh, I don't know, six months ago? It was right before we killed Heinrich, I think. Oh. Not we, mind you, it was that boy. Did Heinrich. you make him too? Heinrich was the dude Crash? we Absolutely were not. with inside the. Um, okay. Though I did design the, uh, on the island, the big guy the tubs that, that he used like, turn when he initially went into the mine. I don't know what that Remember means, him? but all right. I worked extensively with Crash when he was a child. You. Yeah. So here's the question. Nine months ago, when he took you, that was before the metaverse was locked down, right? Yep. Yes. The Metaverse has been locked down for a substantial amount of time, though recently it has reopened. Yeah, that's why I'm here. So, Jackson... Yeah, no, we need him. So, Jackson, who can see the future, left this message and the directions to the base for Crash, knowing probably that he was going to be captured or killed. So we get Crash here, right? Is well, that... or we're here instead of Crash, because Crash is busy, but either way, so the invasion's why were we happening sent then? here 
Yeah. You know about the invasion. Yep. Well, of course. The director told me the invasion was coming quite some time ago. Why? Did he set it up? Oh, no. He, he always knows what's going to happen. So, what do you know about what the plan is to deal with the invasion? I was to wait for the director to come back. He was going to tell us what we needed to do next. He's not coming back. Did he have a guy that worked for him, uh, name of Roberts? Not that I'm aware of, but a lot of the director's dealings were kept covert. Yeah, no, I'm aware. So what were your last instructions? Oh, I've been uh, working on replicating DNA strains so that uh, uh, I can uh, allow those who are not capable of traveling the metaverse to experience the metaverse. Would that include making somebody incapable of being an avatar? Same the same thing. Uh, I suppose you might be able to reverse into. Perhaps it would require extensive experimentation. Oh, that sounds safe. That sounds uh, safe and time efficient. Wait, but if that works, then it should work for both, right? Yeah. I... Like if it'll make a regular person be able to experience the metaverse like a, a pilot of a particular level. Like a pilot, but they won't make the person a pilot. Uh, and I'm not 100% certain it can work yet. I've been waiting for test subjects. Uh, it should be able to allow one to experience the metaverse, not necessarily be a pilot. For I'm not purpose. sure if that makes sense. To I'll do it. Not... Uh, wait, wait, wait. How is that different than what Project Metaverse was doing? It is not much different from what Project Metaverse was doing. I was highly influential in the uh, creation of that program. But that was a success. That was a partial success. So what was the plan Maddox, they all became pilots. That's less than one They all had the potential to be pilots already. I could not give the experience to people who did not have the potential already. Imagine a DNA strand that is just missing a few key components. That's one thing. And then taking one that is missing all of the components, that's another matter altogether. I'll do it. Sign me up. Well, hold on. What was... What was the plan for the invasion, though? I mean, he knew it was coming, so then what was there a plan to stop it? He was it? going to prepare for it, to stop it. He said he would be back, and uh, he would have help, and that he would be ready when they came. Well, he ain't back, but you've got help. Wait a second. You're assuming that he's on our side. His guys are trying to kill us out there. At that point, an alarm begins going off in the lab, and an automated voice comes on. Warning. Metaversal travel detected. Warning. Metaversal travel detected. Oh, and then you feel it too, John, a massive flux in Metaverse that's unlike anything you've felt before, close, just, just beyond the doors at the rear of the lab. Something's oh my. What's back there? The chamber. The Metapod chamber? Oh no, much older. Place oh. of power. And that should round out North America for my little map. <laughs> oh, I suppose we should greet them. Them. Well, uh, whoever's coming. Yep. You don't know mm -hmm. who, just whoever. I, I have no idea. No, we did, only did. the general, or excuse me, the director should know about this. Let's go find out. Okay. Beyond the doors is a, a massive cavern uh, lined with what, like fluctuating, shimmering runes that move. It has uh, the feel to you like that place of power you were in before, but you know. 
And in the center of this room that's massive, which kind of resembles a hangar almost the way it's built, is what could only be described as a, a spaceship, though there's no seemingly exits or entrance to this cavern. It looks cobbled together in various places, like somebody had to piece it back together. And steam and smoke is building from the vessel as a ramp extends down from the center. A frazzled-looking man with uncombed hair and several days of stubble on his face comes down the ramp. And here they are. I told you I could find them. Now, I did my part. You tell Zen, I, I mean Rhodes, you, you tell Rhodes that uh, I'm not doing anything else than any of this madness. And, and frankly, none of you should either. I mean, Rhodes can't even interfere, and these bastards have a whole army waiting to take this place. I mean... The, the, go explore, adventure, leave it all behind. There are uncounted metaverses out there, man. You can just let them have this one. He seems to be speaking to people behind him, and they slowly walk out of the steam cloud behind him into the hangar as well. Uh, Crash Jackson, Rosie Harvin, Aquamarine, and Wyatt Maxwell. And uh, that's going to be it for this episode for uh, what we've got for you today on uh, Masters of the Metaverse. I, I want to mention to you guys that the Zoe State of the Union is up in Patreon. You should die. Check it out. Uh, check out all of our Zoe programming. Uh, check out Game Night this Thursday. Come in for another big Stompy Robots preview on uh, Saturday. And then back for more Metaverse on Monday. I uh, love all you guys and uh, hope you like the show. Bye, everybody. Thanks for being awesome. Bye. 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 Masters of the Metaverse, Masters of the Metaverse.